Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time it is. Sorry we're late. Everything Are broke. On? <laughs> Are we on? Yeah, there's a few people here. <laughs> no one else. Hi, Andy, hi, Rage. Hi, James. Hi, Danny. Hi, Nick. Uh, did you say hi to me? Hi, hi, hi Andy. Hi, hi guys. Yeah. No, there was no, no. Oh, yeah. Andy, are you commenting on YouTube? <laughs> yeah, I was so bored. Late, late, late. Yeah, whatever. We're <sighs> off, you ninnies. <laughs> Hi, Dale. Hi, Dan. Well, look at this in different t-shirts. We... Look, black, blue, and yellow. How are we all doing? Uh, very well, yeah. yeah it's good. I'm glad we were quite late, actually, because I also had a yellow t-shirt on. I'm glad I went and changed it now. Oh, I also had a yellow t-shirt on, yeah. I went and changed that. Go figure! <laughs> I, I had a blue one and I moulded into the background, so I actually changed from my blue to my yellow. Uh, it's a good job you didn't put your brick one on as well. <laughs> yeah, my half and half one. <laughs> yes. Hi Harry, Lads. hi James C, hi Terry. Evening, evening, evening. Yes. So, it's all good. To give you... Yeah, so basically the streaming, the stream runs from this computer uh, uh, in my house. Uh, it is my wife's computer. Um, apparently it needed an update, so it was updated, um, which, because it's an all-in-one HP, so it's all, like the, it's all in the screen, um, it always takes an age to start up anyway. Um, but then on top of that, the... Hi, Steve. Hi, Danny. Steve. Uh, on top of that, the... Um, it needed to, the, the actual updates, so that took a good 45 minutes. Um, and then Norton. Oh, I hate Norton. <laughs> why have you got Norton? Yeah, why have you got Norton? Because it's not Norton my computer. Is... It's not my computer, and I, I just can't I, I can't take something. Like, for example, I wouldn't use your computers and just start deleting programs. Um, yeah, I would. I'd oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> this makes it so much better. Oh, silly Gilly's gone with a low blow late, just like your stag duty. <laughs> yeah, all right, sunshine. <laughs> Hi, Reese. with snipers, they're constantly on stag, literally just laying up in the bush. So it's not like they yeah. expel any energy, is it really? Let's be honest. Well, I, I, have, a, I have a cheeky dig with the whole task force because I know uh, Woody on our team uh, overheard someone from task force going, oh, oh, I'm just so tired. I've only had six hours of sleep. <laughs> and, that's a, and that is an actual thing. That actually happened. That was actually said. Yeah. Hi, Mike. I believe it. <laughs> Evening, Mr. Martin. Um, Hello, sir. Yeah. It's fun times. Steve, Danny. We're all here now. Hey? It's all, it's all great. All it's all tickety-boo. Bloody, can... bloody technology. They, they reckon it's supposed to make our lives better. I reckon that's a load of bollocks. <laughs> I think it's stressful as fuck. Technology. Well, literally, literally, you can, I, I know this is this is this is just going to be a five minutes. We're already fifteen minutes or twenty minutes late, but five minutes well, of ranting. But Norton, Norton, literally. So the computer booted up, and then have five screens, different screens from Norton, telling me how safe the computer was, completely unnecessarily. And then mm. I go to open up. Um, oh, the internet's flickering now. Norton's hearing. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't upset him. It's all, it's all along. You didn't. You never had to upgrade your internet. It was just Norton all along. Of just like, <laughs> yeah. And then I go to open Firefox, and Firefox comes up with a thing that says, Norton's protecting you on Firefox. I don't care. Who uses Firefox? Good evening, John. Uh, No, Firefox. So somebody commented last week about the the stream was crystal clean uh, last week, Um, and apparently Chrome really struggles to run the stream. So we're now running on Firefox. So there you go. Behind the scenes. Hi, John. still freezing. Am I? Occasionally, yeah. Yeah, uh, awesome. Frozen. You're frozen now. Can't even hear you. What you say? Huh? What? <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> right, go on then. 
Any, uh, let's go into pew pew news. Has anyone got any exciting purchases? No. I, I I've got I've got, I've got purchases actually. I'd like to talk about which I oh. bought was rather wonderful what? of me. I bought something for you two. Don't know why. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yes. I yeah. yes. So I bought one for myself, and I bought little army men key rings from my daughter's exactly. son's school fate. It's like a little Lego man made of paracord. Army man, there we go. That's very cool. There's one each for you two, not you deserve them, assholes. And I brought a special <laughs> one. Now, this guy, I don't even know if he's in the chat. I don't know if Fresh Meat's on tonight, is he? he I haven't uh, seen him yet. He's not on yet. Well, so he's Fresh Meat has got a bit of a penchant for uh, Baby Yoda. And on the same stand at the same fate, I found this little guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a Yoda. Paracord Yoda. So I thought I'd get fresh meat that because he's, uh, he's been a long standing listener to the show. So it's a little treat from us to you, fresh meat. When I see you next, there's your little baby Yoda keyring. It's cute. Look at it. Can you imagine if you're in a survival situation and it's like, you know, you come out and it's like, yeah, what saved me was a, a toy oh, yeah, soldier made out of uh, mm. made out of paracord. It was it kept me alive well, for three know, days. Ho hopefully he doesn't find a where where about seven inches of paracord will be useful enough <laughs> <laughs> to unravel it. Hey, and don't doubt the seven it, inches. Right? <laughs> so I've, I've got a gift for Dale as well from our from our private meet over at the forest. Well, not just me and Dale on our own, because it sounds beyond creepy. And there were others there. Um, Dale got nicknamed King Louis for, for basically mincing around like an orangutan. So, Dale, this is for you. Ah, <laughs> oh, little orangutan cuddly toy. So when I see you guys, you, you have gifts. You have gifts from me. <laughs> and that is the end of my purchases for the week, girls and boys. Nice. I hope you liked it. <laughs> that was very lovely. Very yes, lovely. it was, wasn't it? Yeah, what a lovely you start to a late show. It's already late. Um, James C <laughs> brought himself a Yukon yoke for his webbing setup. Ooh, lovely. I like. Oh, nice. Webbing is the way to go, boys and girls, for a forest event, or if you've got a ruck in with your bergen. Webbings. Mm. Although I could do with some help. Um, I am after an uh, GHK AKM gas blowback. Oh. If anyone sees I thought you one of another key ring. I'll have another key ring as well. I'll have a little AK key ring. <laughs> yeah, if anyone sees hobby. a shop, yeah, if anyone sees a shop with one in, I have money waiting and I want one. I think you're, uh, yeah, I think also Kenny from uh, who, the owner of Empire Airsoft is also yeah. in the market for one of those bad boys. Yeah, because I messaged him and said, can you get old one? And he went, nope. So now we're and both if I on can, one. yeah, <laughs> yeah. One, it'll be for him first. Yeah, it'll be for him first. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's a race between me and Kenny. <laughs> oh, the race is on. That is. The race is on. <laughs> uh, silly Gilly, uh, I unraveled a baby today and used it to strangle an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, with the way yes. It's referring to obviously baby, uh, baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Yes. There, that is, used, rhymes. That is using rhymes. the force, yeah. that is. <laughs> literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh, his name was actually, his name was Force, so I see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he also bought himself a, a DPM wicking top to craft. So well, I wish I had that on right now. I could do a bit of quick wicking in the, in the air loft. It's a bit warm. <gasps> so you went up yeah. in the loft? Yeah, sadly, right. this isn't real behind me. This is all fake. Just like oh. me. <laughs> I 
thought it looked so real. I lost so much time today doing stuff. For important things I had to do, and I didn't get enough time to get out to the woods. So, alas, uh, my streaming from the outdoors will have to wait. Well, I am going to do it, though, because it, it was such, such a lovely evening. I'm sort of stuck in this dank, horrid airloft. It's not actually horrid. It's quite nice, but there we go. Yes, that's it. I've got a fan just there. So it's lovely. Um... I've got a fan just there blowing lots of warm air. It's literally like having an oven open next to me. So refreshing. Uh, James McNary says, the main thing this week, though, is a JCR, JCI Ray calls to finally sort my comms out. Nice. Ooh, nice. Uh, and James C says, GHKs are a nightmare. You might just be best off either buying secondhand or directly importing one from the manufacturer. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. Or just get a Simer AK because apparently they're indestructible. Be done with it. Yeah, but real wood and gas blow. You, you can get real wood furniture for it. Just go to a uh, deactivated site and buy a. Um, you can get the foregrip and all that business. To be honest, the only thing I know about the only thing I know about GHKs is that their feed lips are very hard to get hold of. Uh, yeah. Quoting the old uh, airsoft meme that was going around for a while. <laughs> yeah. Feed lips. Feed lips. <laughs> Uh, it would probably be easier to buy a deactivated AK and stick the internals straight into a, a real AK. So was that? So was that option? So was that yeah, option? I mean, it's just a any, small crime. But any, any new, any new, yeah. um, other than that, any news, not, boys and girls, not something to do. Uh, news, uh, not from myself. We've got um, gunman birthday. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, so gunman's yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I wasn't geared up for Pew's news. Um, Gunman's birthdays this year is their 20th year of running, Gunman Airsoft. Um, so Friday the 22nd of July to Sunday the 24th of July, um, they are having a special birthday event. Uh, with camping available all weekend, boot sale, three-gun competition, six-man airsoft tournament, a CQB kill house and sniper time trials, uh, which you can book at www.gunmanairsoft.co.uk. So if you're interested in that, go and hit them up. I think that's at Tuttenham as well, isn't it? Is that the Tudnam site? Is that? No, nah, I didn't say. I think it's at Tudnam because it says Gunman Tudman. Uh, yeah. That's a cool site. Old US Second World War. Oh, it is at Tudnam, um, yeah. Air Force Base, isn't it? The US Air mm. Force Base. All the old period buildings. And that it is a good site. It is a good site. Uh, Rage says, is that the same weekend as Legion? I don't know. Oh, that's the police op, isn't it? At Longmore. I'm not sure on that one, mate. No, I didn't look at that one. So, hey, Jones, evening, Hi, Daniel. Evening sniper mechanic. How are you doing, sir? Welcome along. And okay. Thor missile base. Thor missile <laughs> base. Whoa. Is that is that what Tudnam was? Was it a Thor missile base as well as a US Air Force base? That sounds amazing. A Thor missile. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's just loads of hammers. November 4th, got alive. Thank you. Uh, Mike Martin says, uh, Legion weekend is the 24th, 25th of July. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, same weekend. Week. There you go. You've got no excuse to not be airsoft in that weekend, either with Legion or celebrating with Gunman. Yes, cool. Should we uh, crack on with the uh, the actual content of this week's uh, episode? So, we're obviously, we're talking uh, about uh, getting into Milsim, sort of revisiting the subject of that, sort of kit essentials, uh, you know, Basic costs, what we need to we need to cover. Twelve for a quid, makes your basic cost there. Make sure you get some of the copies. <laughs> you, don't like them, like them. you want to kick it off, Andy? With what? Just how are we doing this? Because I only got into work 
quickly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what are we doing again? What, let's let's go over the basic kit yeah. essentials and the like. Well, you know, what so what we need. Um, I would say that your basic kit for a meal sim would be a decent Bergen, 100%. Um, enough to fit spare clothes, cooking, food, and ammunition. So it's not going to be a small Bergen. Yep. Um, I would think that would be your that would be your bare minimum. But then obviously you can add more onto that as you progress. But yeah, 100% a, a good Bergen would be your first purchase if you're looking at doing anything over 24 hours. Yes, I agree. Bergen, for everything to go in. Mm. Let's start with that. Would you reckon, Mike? Yeah. Well, I was going to say exactly the same. Um, so the classic uh, DPM Woodland Bergens, uh, I think you can get from sort of like anywhere between sort of £25 up. Um, mm. If you want to go with a kind of more modern day multicam uh, MTP style, uh, you're probably looking around the 40 mark. Um, and then if you want to go with the sort of brand new sort of Virtus systems uh, and the like, then um, you're probably yeah, looking maybe around the, yeah, the 80, 90. Um, and then there, there's other systems as well. So I know, Andy, you've got a... Uh, yeah, uh, Warrior X300. Yeah. Which... Oh, yes, Mr. Chief, Paul, Paul House got them. Yeah. Uh, I think Mr. Martin uh, runs the same bag as well, actually. Very yeah, I really... I really like it because you can open it from the middle and the top and yeah. the middle's got its own section as well. So you can have like your waterproof clothes there and it's in a waterproof section. But if you don't need it, you can just open it up and get to your um, bedroll and stuff right at the bottom. So you keep it all dry. The only thing that I would say is that they've put a weird silk lining onto the um, side pouches on the inside. So nothing ever stays where you put it. But I'm sending that to Mission Tailors to get get out, cut out, and have all Molly put inside, so I can put stuff there without it slipping. Mm. That's the only downside to it. Hello, yeah, good James. Bag. Oops, oh. everyone. Uh, James C says, "Don't buy Virtus; it's shite." You see, I I actually quite like my Virtus. Um, you've got access points both the top, the bottom, and the front. Um, and whilst it's 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 yeah it, it needs a little bit of adjusting and the like it's it's not designed uh, to be a standalone system it's actually designed to go with the versus body armor um so it's 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 not necessarily kitted out for, like the most comfortable uh pack um but i i like mine so and i've run it at um few events and the like so but yeah the... each their own horses for courses as uh, hey um <laughs> Rage says, uh, I've got, got uh, X300 recommended from Paul and Mike. So. Yeah, 100%. That's, I, I would recommend them, definitely. Yeah, good good. Bags, good bags. I mean, Plus, for me, personally, it's on the British Army Dutch. Uh, British Army short back Bergen for me. But mine's tailored. It's got the free utility patches. Yeah, got a nice one. Line, so it's all good. I like that. And it's nice and cheap. Well, saying that, the tailored yeah. ones aren't. The tailored ones could be upwards of 150 quid. But if you want a yeah. standard short back, you know, anywhere between sort of 40 and 60 quid, if that. Although your Dutch ones that you you guys picked up would be pretty good for like a twenty four hour one, I think there's quite a lot yeah, of in them. Sixty liter patrol pack do you twenty four hours, I'd yeah. say. But um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's your first dip into Milsim, isn't it? So you, I mean, obviously the main pack is going to be a big part of it, making sure it's comfortable, um, and not breaking the bank as well at the same time. Depending on what you're going to use it for. I mean, if you're a, if you're a if you're a wild camper and you're like a trekker and this that and the other, you do a lot of outdoorsy stuff. Anyhow. Then there's a good chance you've probably got a pack which would be suitable for a milsim anyhow. Do you know what I mean? But mm. 
if, if it depends, and it depends what route you want to go down. Because like you say, you can use CV bags and just get a an MTP or a or a desert digital camo uh, cover for it. Yeah, you know, and they're not much. You know, so they're about fifteen twenty quid, aren't they? Exactly, mate. Yeah, you can get. I mean, I'd, I'd recommend getting a bag cover anyhow, because if you literally get to a point where you've got to ditch your bergen for a bit, you can just chuck a chuck a cover over it, sling it into a bush or underneath some brambles, and forget about it for a bit. You know, it's going to be waterproof when you get back. But um, yeah, so start off with yeah, a good bag, a decent bag, um, is your main bit, and then going on from there. Obviously, we're talking that of someone who's coming from airsoft. Who's gone? Who's got? Basically, you've got your battle load out. You know, you've got your plate carrier or your webbing, or um, or whatever it is you've chosen for your uh, for your chosen loadout. You know what I mean? Whether that's well, like I said, plate carrier, chest rig, webbing, whatever it is, belt kit. I mean, for me, uh, woodland events, I, I, I'd sooner run a bit of webbing. If I'm running, if I'm if I'm going to an event that requires me carrying my stuff in on a Bergen, I'd um I'd opt for webbing all day long over having yeah. to wear a plate carrier with with a Bergen over top. That's just a fucking ball like it hurts. Um, so I, yeah, I'll just go. Yeah, maybe a check rig, uh, but I'd certainly ditch a plate carrier if I was if I had to go in with a with a Bergen. Um, that's just personal choice. I'd, I'd, I'd sooner run my webbing because you can carry your cook set and a few other little bits and bobs in your webbing kit that you haven't got to worry about putting in your Bergen. Um, so yeah, that'd be a that'd be a big one for me. I mean, someone getting into Milsim, I, I would recommend a webbing set, a belt kit. Mm. They are they're so versatile. You know, you can get you can pick up a British DPM set of webbing plc webbing set for like 20 quid 25 quid you get four mag pouches you'll get uh three utility pouches and a water bottle pouch and and the, and the second secondary pouches if you wanted to get them they're, they're between sort of like five and ten quid unless you want to get some rare ones um like the medic pouch and stuff like that but for like 30 35 quid you can make a wicked belt kit tape once you've got it adjusted to you as well you can take sniper tape all the, all the loose bits and bobs up and it's so comfortable it's a comfy bit of kit to wear especially some of those South African ones that you, oh, well, like assault, around, assault. But yeah, the the, the uh, assault webbing vest. Mm. Didn't you have one? Like yeah, I've got, I had a British Army assault assault waistcoat. <laughs> if you like, it's almost like a zip up waistcoat on the front with yeah. a few bits of bobs on it. Um, they call it a, a, a ops vest. They call it an ops vest. Sorry, mm. you get an ops vest as well. Which again, you've got a nice free just um, a mesh back. Which you can sling a bag on, but then you've got to worry about the shoulder straps going over the pouches that'll be on the front, yeah. you know. But, yeah, um, shoulder yeah. straps on shoulder straps are a bit, yeah. Belt kits, um, a bit the webbing set with Bergen into a, into a, into a wooden event, a rural event, if you like, is would be the way to mm. go, definitely. I think the key point to make is that, um, so I'm just gonna pull up a comment from. James C. So he says those air support Bergens are literally ridiculous. 160 litres of capacity. Don't don't just pack your bag full of stuff because you can. Mm. Um, the number of times you sort of see people, and I've been guilty of this myself, but the number of times you sort of see people getting into Milsim, you just pack it, you're, you're putting a list together and you think, oh yeah, I'm going to need that, I'm going to need that, I'm going to need that little comfort, I'm going to want that. You end up with just such a massive amount of stuff. And the more bag space that you have with you, the more you will feel, um, you know, it's, it's the same as like houses and, and things like that. You know, the bigger the house, generally the more stuff you end up having, um, unless you're, you know, you're super efficient and stuff like that. Um, so it's something to bear in mind uh, again with the PLC kits, uh, PLC kits is just because you have all those pouches on you, you don't necessarily need to fill them up with stuff. No. Um, you know, I mean, some events, yes, you will be. 
pouches aren't full up. <laughs> no, no, I agree. I agree. But for example, um, for example, you can obviously put your cook set in in one of them out the back, can't you? Um, I do, yeah, that's what I do, mate. You're I run not... my webbing, I definitely have my cook set in, in my webbing kit. Yeah, but you're not necessarily going to need that when some events are you. You're not going to need to bring your cook set out with you. So you're almost just adding extra weight. I like that. To run around it. Well, yeah. okay. I know. It's, just, it's weird. <laughs> and, you know, me and me and Ryan had exactly that conversation regarding, like, he he wouldn't see an, a need for webbing at an airsoft event, whereas I really, I like to use it. I'm hmm. one of them. I like to have some, I like to be safe in the knowledge that I've got, like, a couple of water yeah. bottles on me. I've got a, uh, I've got my cook set. I've got a meal if I need it. You know, I've got my rations. I've got my pyro. I've got my admin pouch with more bits and bobs and that in it. And it's, it I've just I've got it there. You know what I mean? But that's just that. But that's just the way I like to play, and uh, sort of like take part is having. Bits, bits. You get set in your ways. You know, it's a personal. Yeah. We've always said this. You know, it's a personal choice when it comes to things that I take out of me. Andy and Mike might go, "What the fuck you got that for?" And then there might be things that they've got, and I'd be like, mm, "No, that's not really top of mind." Yeah. And it's again, it's per- completely personal choice. Completely personal choice. It's like me with the weighted plates. Not everyone runs a weighted plate, but I see, find. I'm tempted to get one. See, I'm tempted to get one for the back, just yeah, to carry it a bit. Yes. See, I, I like them because plate carriers are designed to have weight on them. Exactly. So when they haven't got, and when they haven't got weight, and you kneel down, it just goes. If you've got the weight there, it it sits more comfy. But some people absolutely hate them. Like they're only on the phone or nothing. Yeah. No, I'm tempted to get a weighted like two and a half kilo plate or whatever it is, five kilo plate in the back just to pull. Because I do find that my, if that's the front of my rig, it does go right over time. Mm. Where I don't run a camel back on the back of it. I keep it completely empty, my my plate carrier. Um, So I would like to bring a a weighted plate in just to counter the front. Because I've got the comms in there. I've got my ammo, you know, a bit of admin. So there is weight there to be. That needs that doesn't yeah. it, it, it? You've got to have a counterbalance there, regardless. You know, there's no way around it. You must have a, a counterweight in the back there. Yeah, you know, like a training plate or something is more yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough. It's like a training plate, block a marzipan, something like that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the end of the event, it's all melted out the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you smell. Where's Lance? Amazing. Follow the marzipan trail. Yeah. <laughs> you smell lovely. <laughs> it's a trail of airsoft. Just following. Yeah. <laughs> my flute yeah. and my marzipan. Yeah. Silly Gilly says, Lance, I heard you're a fan of the Novrich plate carrier. You could always get a yeah. proper solid block of uh, of steel and then cut the hexagons out of it. That would be uh, yeah. yeah. And, and, that would strain, and, and again, that would strain uh, spaghetti, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> we, actually, when, when is this competition of homemade plate carriers happening? Is that for our hundredth uh, episode? Hundredth oh, episode. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah, would I'm like right. to enter our homemade plate carrier competition, I can't it, remember it, what we set the prize as. Oh, it does need to um, be a strain spaghetti or something, doesn't it? <laughs> I know, I know. Harry was sort of jumping on that as an idea. Yeah. So uh, the prize yeah. will be something quite. I've got an idea for the prize, but I'll discuss ah, it. There we go. Two, uh, it, it'll be a meal out with Andy for an Italian <laughs> with, yes. with, with spaghetti, spaghetti brain. <laughs> with spaghetti. The yeah. You have, have to bring it to the to the restaurant. Yeah, we got to share. We got to share a piece as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just going to comments. Matthew said, "Oh, I have the Virtus armor. I need to try, Mike." Yeah, I've not actually tried the Vertus armor. To be fair, I, I generally just tend to run the Warrior DCS. Um, I know that people have different thoughts on Warrior, but I, I like it and I it got it to what Warrior. I want it to do. So Warrior, um, but yeah, so the the Vertus is designed basically to link with the. I don't really understand how it works. It's got some sort of like plate thing that sits in the back that links them together. So yes. Um, 
Rach says the only bad thing about the X300 is the shoulder strap adjustment can dig into the top of your back if you pull the straps too tight. Don't mm -hmm. pull the straps too tight, then. There you go. <laughs> yeah. They won't dig in. But he's so manly. He's so manly. He just. <laughs> uh, Harry says I need a good 55 to 65 to both Milsim and my lad's DV. So the thing is, well, obviously, Milsims, it depends on the event you're going for. So if you're going to uh, like a frontline event, which is proper full on reenactment. Um, you'll probably find that you need something that's sort of specific to the event. Um, most events, I would say that we've run Bergens uh, or, or sort of running out of Bergens for the weekend. Um, generally, it doesn't really make that much difference in terms of what the bag is. Um, you know, obviously, if you turn up with a bright yellow one, then you might get a few looks. But I would say you can always sort of whack a, a Bergen cover over those. Um, Tesco's bag for life. Yeah, yeah don't. Then. <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, yeah, let's uh, Neil, let's um Yeah, let's move on from bags. We've we've covered bags. <laughs> yeah, we've covered bags. We've covered the bag. We've got the bag. So the bag's been got. We've got the bag. But let's go into some. Oh Harry, sorry, just now. quickly. Ooh. Harry says I have the special fabric ready for a special nofo plate carrier. Special fabric. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Sounds... yeah, it's Trouble, troubling trousers. and intriguing in one. Sorry, Harry. <laughs> I don't know what the, I don't want to know what the special fabric is, but I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just fishnet. <laughs> <laughs> a pair of Harry's old undercrackers with a, <laughs> with a pair of, that's got a perished gusset. <laughs> right, moving on. Let's talk about sleep systems. Yes. I uh, know. Oh, sorry. Let's talk about shelter systems. Shelter system first, and then we'll go on to sleep systems. So, yeah. pressure um, all day long. If we just yeah, get into building. Yeah. Get yourself a basher, and that's it. Basher, basher and a ground sheet, ground sheet, a few pegs, Done. and uh, well, six pegs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, six pegs. Uh, paracord, jungle knots, ground sheet, and basher, a basher. poles. And that's it. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. If, if you're, you're woodland, I mean, they're not. Necessarily I, I would take basher poles on the basis that you don't definitely know you've got trees. No, if, you, um, yeah. if you've if, got if basher poles, you can set your basher event. You can string up between trees, or you can get some sizable sticks to make a uh, couple of poles out of. But yeah, uh, they're not expensive; they're not heavy. You know, it's a it, no. they're a handy little bit of kit to have. Um, so yeah, basher poles, a basher setup. So yeah, the sheet, the paracord, jungle knots, pegs. Even then, if you're in woods, you can use sticks, but you want pegs if in case you're not in woods. Um, and your basher poles as well, and your ground sheet, and that's yeah. basically your setup. And then I reckon, yeah. Don't go down the route of like sort of like a. I've, I have had a couple of them, like combat UK ones. It's, they don't last very long. You're better off no, getting a surplus basher, British yeah. Army surplus basher, or a DD hammocks tarp or something. It doesn't got to be massive, you know. You want to DD hammocks tarps are very just, meltable. Yeah. Just yeah. just yeah. to let you know, <laughs> two, two by two or or the standard or the standard British Army basher is, is the way to go. Yeah. You know, yeah, you can pick you them can up from the can't you? you can um, pick them up from eBay, any anywhere, mate. Uh, anywhere, uh, any any military yeah. store will have a, a, a thirty thirty five quid, thirty to yeah. thirty five quid for a basher. It's a wicked compact, nice and small. You, there's no rolling up of it. You can just stuff it into a pocket if you've got a bug out quick, and you're good as gold. Um, so yeah, for a shelter system for just entry level to get into Milsim, I wouldn't worry about tents. I wouldn't worry about pop ups and no. all that fucking stuff that can come later on if you, if required. A basher. Get yourself a basher and, and become sort of um, au fait with setting it up. Different configurations. Take it out. If you go take the dog for, over the forest for a walk, you know, set yourself up a little shelter, have a cup of tea. Get used to setting it up, taking it down, making your jungle knots, all that jazz. 
it's um it's wicked it's a wicked bit of kit it's, it's just so kit. versatile and you just can't go wrong with it really no. um exactly that and it you also know, points, it gives you an opportunity good, you know sewing ground sheets all that's yeah all that stuff but it is a tent that's all you can do with it Ashes, you can do anything you can make it into a bivy bag put your sleeping bag in it you know you can have it you make it a stretcher worst case scenario different configurations you know you can't put a tent up over your hammock you know you can put a bash up over a hammock or you can have it as a ground shelter you can have it as a as a match just to lay stuff on you can cover stuff up with it and sling it in the bush or do whatever you want to do with it do you know what i mean it's a lean to a frame it's first time it's a big square sheet with loads of holes in it not holes for leaking holes for putting cord through, of course <laughs> Peg holes. <laughs> Peg holes and loops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the so. fundamental thing as well is that, you know, a lot of airsoft, you, you have to, often tend to buy stuff and then you go, oh, no, I don't really like that that much. Yeah. I want to I try that now. Um, and that's a good opportunity because a basher you can't really go wrong with. You know, it, it's not never necessarily... Not no, but it's not necessarily the most comfortable night's sleep. It, it mm. can be, but it's not necessarily. There are other, other options that give you a more comfortable night's sleep, but it gives you yeah. an option to go and see those, try them out, you know, speak to people about them, sort of find out what other people are using. You can see them then as well, um, rather like, than just those, basically... Like, like you just said then, it's one of those things you could buy, you'd buy a basher and down, further down the line, you might not use it for what its intended purpose is, right? is a <laughs> shelter, a makeshift shelter or something, yeah. but it's got other uses. It's a ground sheet, you know, it's a coverall for anything you want to use it for. Do you know what I mean? You know, but it's like... Bring a basher and then and then and bring a bring a hammock into the mix, mate. You've probably got the best night's sleep you'll ever get in the forest. And I kid you mm. not, you will have the best night's sleep under a hammock with your basher strung up over the top. Nice diamond configuration. Perfect. Really is. I, I highly got must get yeah, a basher. Definitely. First shelter for getting into Milsim, get yourself a basher. It's like I still throw my basher over, over my tent. Exactly that. I, yeah, I literally exactly I'll put my tent up and throw my basher over it. It's still it. it's still always used. It's mm. always in my bag. Yeah, well, I mean, we used a load of them at the Defiant event. Obviously, we were just called make creating makeshift walls, um, again, which turned out to be a bit. I'd say they they melted because a lot of people threw pyro at them and then they burnt and melted and stuff. So, but um, for thirty five quid or whatever, it's not really the end of the world too much. No, um, no. but it just shows how versatile it is. You can make a wall out of a basher. You can't make it out of a two man tent or a pop up or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? So. Mm. Basha, 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 basha. First, first shelter. Says, sorry, this made me laugh. Ray says, don't buy a pop-up tent unless you're going to a festival with the girls. That's why I bought one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Are we yeah, still going so to yeah. that festival, Rage? Because I have bought my pop-up tent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did receive your kit list and I've got my tent. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to go to Download Festival with Rage. And do some real bad egg banging. Yes, I, I've not yes. been to download for many, many years now. But I would love I, that would be an event I would like to attend with Rob one day. <laughs> and get really angry with people. <laughs> Drink fueled anger and, just, and heavy metal music. Just see you two get, throwing people out the and crowd. Get our nails painted black <laughs> for the weekend. Be like raging his beard, and then Lance with his, you know. Yeah. Slightly lesser no, beard. Rage would have his beard, and I'd appear from his beard. So Rage would lay. We'd be in the mosh pit. Rage would get the first couple of digs in, and I just like part them like curtains and go, pop, and then just. Me back. <laughs> Rage says, "Let's do it, Lance." Absolutely, mate. Yeah, no phones going to download. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, let's go and shout. Uh, sleep systems. Yep. Um, Sleeping bag. So uh, we probably might have a little bit of variety here. So uh, it'll be interesting to uh, hear what what you guys think. I reckon, well, again, I'm going to keep it nice and simple because uh, you, you can use it for 
other things, wild camping, family camping, this, that, and the other. DOS bag or sleeping bag, a a roll mat of some description, whether it's a self-inflating or a normal foam roll mat, um, a mylar mat, which is very thin, but it's the foil one as the insulator, and a bivy bag. And that'd be my four things. Sleeping bag, roll mat, mylar, bivy. And that'd be my four things for my sleep system. For getting into it, jobs are good. And that is it. Yeah, see, I'm I'm ever so slightly different. I lose the mylar mat, and I've spent a little bit of extra money on one of the inflatable therma mats. Mm, yeah, therma. So yeah. they're you know the ones that are all potted and everything. Yeah, recently, yeah. Uh, I've recently bought one of them. So and that was really comfy. That was very comfy. A little bit more money, yeah. but it it reduces the amount of stuff that you're carrying, and it literally bag about that big. Like no, yeah, they're good. I've got one. Bag. I've got one of them myself. Yeah. I've got one of them myself. The only that's thing that's I, I thought we disagree. It, as if it popped, I'd be like, "Well, apparently they're not meant to." Well, they like. Oh, give me a knife! <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously, if you stab them with a knife, <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but mine has got like, quite a thick. And you be in his bed at night, and you hear this, it is the zip on his bed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, so the reason the reason I mentioned the knife, obviously, you, you do when you're camping uh, out in the woods and stuff like that. You do usually have like a, a Leatherman or something like that with your little pocket tool. Um, mm. So there are obviously sharps about. Um, so it is something to bear sharps. in mind. Sharps, not sharks. Yeah, why not for the old wood sharks? <laughs> but then, do you go? No, to, it's just something to bear in mind. Do you get, no, it's just, do you get into not, bed with your Leatherman? Because if so, that's slightly concerning. Uh, Sometimes I do. Have you seen the people we go mills have been with? <laughs> Most more concerned of his uh, his metal studded underpants that he wears. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh, <Yeah>. boy. <laughs> we don't you don't want the piercings to pop the uh, pop the airbed, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Prince Albert. Yeah. Um, the only thing I was going to vary slightly is in, in terms of the actual sleeping bag. So you can buy a range of different sleeping bags. Um, personal experience, I found down sleeping bags um, to be much more space efficient than sort of the um, snug pack. Sort of larger, yeah. uh, you know. I, I don't know what they're filled with, but uh, like the 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 Nylon the, the standard, yeah, like the standard like normal sleeping bag filling. You know, you, you're talking about a sleeping bag probably about that big. Um, whereas with the down sleeping bags, you can get much more efficiency in a smaller pack size. Um, and since I've sort of transitioned to a down sleeping bag, I've noticed that I'm, I'm definitely getting a lot more um, sort of space within the Bergen to sort of deal with other things and you know, sort of reduce the overall pack size. Um, uh, now, I appreciate down sleeping bags are a lot more expensive. Uh, sorry, Hannah. Um, but I've found a mountain warehouse. You can get a uh, down winter sleeping bag for £100. Are you saying like a which... duck down bag? Duck feather yeah. down bag? Yeah. So what, you're saying they're, they're heavier, sm- aren't they? They're smaller than a, than a synthetic bag? Yep. Yeah. Much smaller. Bigger. No, so the down the down sleeping bags have a much higher thermal um, rating, um, so you need less material for the amount of uh, like thermal rating. So if you're comparing the two, the the down one will generally be thinner. So it's like down jackets and stuff. You know, if, if you've got something like that, the only thing with down that you have to be careful of, and this is very important, is that if it gets wet, it is fucked. Um, down yeah, anything out, does not cope well with water um so you need to be right. super careful uh, especially in sleeping bags and the like um oh yeah james just said exactly the same thing synthetic fibers down is better but it's the second it gets wet is shit um 
So you have to be careful when you're in tents or anything like that. You get condensation, anything like mm. that. If you're in a tent where you're pushing up against the sides of the down sleeping bag, mm. uh, you are gonna you are gonna struggle. Um, and also, if you know if you're tabbing around and you've got it in a if you've just got it got tucked into your Bergen. So I used to do that with my old sleeping bag, just literally push it down. Um, but I've now got the down one in a like a proper water roll sack, a waterproof yeah. roll sack, um, just to keep it keep it nice. Um, but yeah, it's just something to bear in mind. So there's sort of trade-offs between the two. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, yeah. I mean, price-wise, uh, you can go surplus route again. Um, mm. I actually since some, for them, Mike, Mike has got the same, like the snug pack bags, you know, he's looking at sort of 50 quid. Yeah. You can get some mega expensive ones, like expedition bags, which are up, upwards of 200, 250 quid. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to require that for, for meals. No, snug pack base camp, uh, which is like a season three, season four, is about 40 quid. Yeah, thereabouts. So what I did is I, um, I think Mike's done the same thing. Is we bought the uh, is it? It's rated down to minus twelve, so it's more than adequate for you. Uh, but then again, like we said, comfort rating is different for people. You know, the bag might say it's that, but you might you might feel the cold more than what I. I mean, I feel the cold. The only place I feel the cold is the tops of my legs. So I always chuck a pair of long johns on in the winter months. Um, but everywhere else, I'm good as gold. But I bought this. So I bought the Snug Pack Base Camp Extreme or the Base Camp Sleep or whatever it's called, Sleeper Extreme, and that, that's rated down to minus twelve. Comfort rated to minus seven. Uh, but because it was only like 40 50 quid i bought the snug pack jungle blanket as well as a, as a secondary so i put i can if it's if i know it's going to be like proper cold i can stick the jungle bag inside it double layer it up you know what i mean and that's still me sleeping in just like pants t-shirt you know uh no trousers on sort of thing let, let the body heat fill the bag up you know because a lot of people may i've made that mistake before of getting there with my softy trousers on and still being really cold um yeah. at an event where we know it's all snow on the ground and that but as soon as you get in there it's cold get it when you first get in, but then we always say, you know, get a hot drink, Daniel, or a hot meal before you get in your bag. Your body heat just fills that bag up straight away, and you're toasty. Like, you're proper toasty. It's nice. So, so yeah, I went down that that I, When I started, I made the mistake of buying that Special Forces minus 40 sleeping bag. Mm. Absolutely brilliant in the winter. You know, don't even <laughs> feel the cold. As, as soon as you get a slight degree higher than minus 40, you sweat your testicles yeah. off, which is not as sleeping bag as you yeah. get born. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas yeah. like a... Um... Like a Ace Ventura <laughs> coming out the rhino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that like heat haze. Yeah. It was like the, um, at the last event. Uh, um, I forgot where we went. Where did we go? My brain's gone blank. Uh, dog tag, uh, dog tag. Um, I, I literally, I just opened up the zip, fully opened, and just threw it over like a blanket because mm. otherwise I'd just be absolutely sweltering. Yeah, Plus and that's out every two minutes. That's where it's super important as well to have a good um, sleep pad, or you know, in terms of the system under you, because yeah. ultimately, when when you're laying in a sleeping bag, you are compressing all of that insulation underneath you. Um, so you, you lose a lot of sort of the thermal resistance there. So if you get a good sleep pad or, you know, as Lance said, like the, uh, the mylar sheet or anything like that, the more sort of build up that you can get underneath you, um, yeah. then the warmer you'll be. And you might end up just say using like a sleeping bag as just a basically a blanket. Um, but I, I always take a, um, just to echo Lance as well with the uh, jungle blanket, always take one of those because even if you're not sitting um, in the tent, you might bash or whatever, you might be just sitting around a fire now, jungle blankets just really good. You just wrap it around you. Um, you can use it as a backup sleeping bag. You can use it as extra warmth. Again, it's yeah. just one of those versatile things that you can just do lots of things with. 
you're a big fan of the Woobie blanket as well, Mike, aren't you? which is again, it's a very similar I, thing yeah. to a jungle blanket or jungle. Yeah. Season, so, right? um, Miltech sell, um, uh, through military first, something called a, uh, poncho liner. Uh, so basically like a, it's a, it's not the original Woobie, but it, it's yeah. based on, uh, the U S army Woobie. Um, and I have loads of those. I've got a few of them tucked in the car and stuff. Um, but the jungle blanket compacts a lot smaller. So the snug pack jungle blanket, it's got, uh, I think it's, it's, it's only like a 20, 30 quid, something like that. Um, but again, it's smaller. It's actually bigger than the, the um, uh, military first Woobie or poncho liner, whatever they're called. Yep. Um, it's, I've got like, some has got antimicrobial coating in it as well. And it's, it's just a little bit warmer. Um, so yeah, highly recommend those. Um, definitely get one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. But, so for, for, for sticking in with them, like for first getting into Milsim though, I mean, I, I'd say that the, you know the, the jungle bag and the woobies not essential bit of kit but definitely so your, your basic dos bag sleep mat of some description bivy bag are, are a must you know a minimum mm. then three things you know if you if you chuck a mylar in there or you want to get a self-inflating one which sort of cancels out the mylar part of it um that's the type but you must make sure that that that, that self-inflating mat um, has got those um insulating properties within it you know it can't just yes. be like yeah. a normal air bed because you've essentially just got minus seven air in there if you're in the winter months underneath your back which is no, under the you know, it's yeah. got to be a thermal uh, heat uh, mat it can't just be a self-inflating mat because that means no. nothing because it's self-inflating means nothing compared with it when it comes to insulation you know so um, yeah, just be careful with that one thing that i would that i would personally never go without is uh one of those really thin cotton liners Yep, so if you've only got like five minutes to get some kip or something or like 10, 15 minutes, you want to get some shut eye, you can literally throw yourself in the cotton liner, throw yourself in the sleeping bag. You don't even have to take your boots off or anything and you're not shitting mm. up your nice sleeping bag or getting that wet. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I always carry two, I always carry two of those in my bag and they're, they're about that. They crush down. It's like, yeah, you can, I think it's a British Army Arctic bag liner. It's yeah. like an OD green. You can get it's a it's a bag liner basically. I mean, a yeah. few of the boys used to use a a a, a, um, a sandbag, Hessian sandbag over each boot just to stop the bits of shit getting off into their dos bag. I think you, just I think you can pick in there up. for a bit. I picked up mine from Millets two for twenty quid. Yeah, cheapest chips, mate. So, they are cheapest yeah, chips. They're nothing. They're literally just a cotton condom, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it can be a ball like to wash your dos bag out, but you know, if you're yeah. essentially just washing a bed sheet, you take it home, give it a shake out, sling that in the wash. Happy days. But yeah, all good, all good. I've used um rubble sacks before, literally just one foot in each rubble sack. Yeah, yeah, whatever works for you again, personal preference, whatever works, be nice and easy. Yeah. Uh James, always, yeah, see always the take a rubble sack with mat. you. I've got one, that's what I use myself, mate. The old fold up mat, very good. Mm-hmm. The old 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 German old aunt fantries. Um fold up mat or the uh, Dutch Army Thermarest sleep pad we've got from Preppers UK but are currently out of stock at the moment. So um yeah, keep an eye out for them. They're they're very yeah. good. Andy Rebel's got a silk one that's featherweight. Yeah. Ooh. That lovely. Ooh. Is it black <laughs> as well? <laughs> black with little sparkles. Bright red, red, bright red. <laughs> yeah. Sleep bright systems. Red. So we're um I think we're good on sleep systems then, aren't we? Yeah. There's, there's many yeah, options yeah. there to go down. But just keep it simple. Keep it simple when yeah. you first start. And and keep don't go much. over the top. Yeah, don't go over the top. Like this one. <laughs> yes. Fire. Right. <laughs> uh, cook systems. Yep. Again, uh, it's whatever floats your boat, really, when it comes to the cook system, whatever you'll be more comfortable with. Making mm-hmm. sure that your um, 
you're okay with it before you go. Um, don't just turn up on a day unpacking all the brand new stuff that's got little valves and stuff you've got to screw on and think, oh, what the fuck do I do with this? Um, you know, if you've watched a few videos on YouTube, you know, hopefully we'll have some of our own coming out soon with a bit of luck. Um, Dranger. Videos, yes. not cook Dranger, systems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not cook systems. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. Indo oh, endorsed by us, but not made by us. <laughs> don't, if you're like me and you don't really, you don't drink hot drinks, which I find is the majority that cook systems are used for, for boiling up the hot water quickly. Yep. Always speak to the people that you're going with. If you can't afford to have a cook system, buddy up with someone. Sp mm, split the load. Split the cost. Mm. Like definitely, because I, I still don't have a full cook system. Because I all I do is heat up the food. So mm. as soon as I'm you, you use the self-heating ones, though, a lot of Yeah, and I use the self-heating bags. So you can pick up from eBay for I think they're like a pound each. And after. To be fair, once you spent sixty quid on a tranger, like you've got 60, 60 meals that you've already gone through. But mm. do you know what I mean? It's how you want to do it as well. So, yeah, if anyone me. ever says they can't afford a cook system, this is uh, on screen at the moment. It's a fire dragging folding stove and fuel tablets for four pounds. Absolutely um, nothing wrong with them. What's the it's, it's almost as much for postage as it is for the actual yeah. thing, yeah, it is, isn't uh, it? <laughs> and I can't fault that. For simplicity, for ease of use, um, it is it's it's perfectly serviceable. It's a it's a it's a great little bit of kit. I've used, yeah, I've used many times. Yeah, it's very very basic. It's a solid fuel burner. You know, if you've not if you run out of um, and this is I've I've mentioned this countless times now. I mean, I, I get the the I get the efficiency of jet boils, and I get that you having a gas burner and how quick it is, and you know necessarily it might be a bit cleaner, but once that runs out, that is it. There's no, oh, I'll, I'll just get another gas bottle. Whereas if you run out of drag, if you run out of fuel tablets for that, you go. You, there's not. You, it's a solid fuel burner. You know, you could if you've got if you've got <laughs> you've got a bit of diesel or anything, you can tip a little bit of diesel in that dish there and fire mm -hmm. that up, and it'll still burn it. You know, sticks, twigs, anything like that. You could you could make fire to to heat your tin up. Whereas um, I'm not sure if you could do that with a jet boil cup. Whether you can just put that over open naked flame and whether it would screw it up mm -hmm. somehow, I don't know. I'm not sure. I've never tried not it. Sure. But um, but yeah, I just find it, 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 it it's 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 a it's a I wouldn't call it a, it's a multi fuel burner. Do you know what I mean? It's such mm. a simple. It's such a small. I mean, it's smaller than my iPhone. Packed down. It's 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 a tiny little bit of um. Look at that little Empire S. I've plugged there. Haven't I? Um, yeah. I, I I'd, if I had to choose one, it'd be it'd be one of them over any of the others. If I had to pick one, and as an entry level one, I think it's a wicked one to get because it's a little bit of field craft for yourself. It's getting used to setting up your little burner. You know. Uh, Get an O'Fay with lighting fire strikers, matches, or whatever it is you're using to, to ignite that uh, to ignite that fuel. A little bit, a bit of safety behind it, um, and sort of managing your admin a bit more with your with your cook sets and stuff like that before going down the jet boil route. And if you don't like it, then you've only spent four quid on a thingy rather than a six, between sixty and a hundred pounds for a jet boil or a jet boil equivalent um, that you potentially might not use again. So I definitely, personally for me, I'd, I'd go down that road to start with. And then you mm. might think afterwards, oh, I can't wait that long. For, I can't wait the extra four minutes for my water to boil. I'm going to get a jet boil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kenny Rebel says, if you stick water on the full bed, it'll be boiled by breakfast. They're, yeah. they're not that bad. Um, <laughs> I did but, I mean, that... Kenny, I did science on this. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> Gee, was I... that, um, <laughs> that's up with the mess tin as well. I mean, the mess tin, you're probably talking like a couple quid uh, mm. for a mess yeah. tin. So, you know, that or whole even, big, even your cup, your big metal cup, that you can put a water bottle mm. inside of it. You know, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it takes up minimal room. You know, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. 
Uh, James C says, eBay budget cooker, eBay budget cooking pot kit, gas bottle from Halfords for a few quid. For Milsim, a better idea. Uh, for a more realistic Milsim experience, then definitely the BCB cooker. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It, again, and again, it's personal preference. James C is absolutely right in what he said there. You mm. know, uh, um, I know my brother-in-law who, who, who demobbed now, but he's like, when, when he was in, and obviously he was an instruct, sergeant instructor, um, they were the boys weren't allowed to take jet balls and out and exercise in that room because he he sort of instilled that sort of lazy soldiering sort of thing. So if you're out on ops or or you're on tour, it's a just different story. But when they're actually out on exercise, it's 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 BCB burners and 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 using those field craft skills for bits and bobs like that. You know, like digging your little shell scrape for your cooker to go into so it doesn't emit any light and stuff like that. All that all their bits and bobs. But I think it's quite cool. You know, I quite like the idea of that. But then, you know, I'm, I've never done it for real, so I've, I'm sure. Jet balls are a godsend to, to serving yeah. soldiers, and that just for the ease and the quickness of it. And I completely get that, dude. I do completely get. It. I've used one. I do use one. You know, mm. if you're at the fob, jet balls all day long. If you're out in the field and you've got, a, um, yeah, it's, it's the extra gas and like you're carrying. You know, I mean, I've got the small jet boil gas things, and I don't think they last as long as they say they do. I mean, I'm sure. I, I always take another one with me, regardless, because it just gets to the point where you think, Christ, there's not. It doesn't feel like there's much left in there. So I'll always two seconds. It. I've got a really interesting little gadget. I just want to talk about very quickly. But yeah, what about, so Andy, so you've got no cooking set whatsoever at all, in apart from your heating pads. No, no, I literally just use the heating pads. Um, they, they, because I only really use them for hot, hot meals, mm. and uh, they fit the Wayfarer packs in there fine. Um, I did recently get a link from the company that I use saying that they have um, designed a solid bag or box for it and it's a uh, uh, basically a tupperware box with a one-way valve in it and you take out the instead of using the bag you literally you take out the um i don't know what's inside it but the the heating elements you put them in the box you put a lid over the top of them throw your water in and then you put your meal in and it cooks it and it, it apparently it cooks it quicker and better than the bag because it's more airtight okay mm. so I, w I might give one of those a go they are 18 quid but it's quite a big tupperware box so reusable yeah yeah so it's literally yeah. just reusable so uh, that might be something that i might get and uh we can do some science on science mm -hmm. science i want to talk about this thing uh this is a uh, sort of adapter that allows you. I don't really get. Well, I think that goes onto like a normal butane can, but that is a double threaded um, valve that you can attach to two of the little cans. Um, so if you've got, oh, uh, hang on. Uh, how do I do that? Frozen. There we go. Um, so if you see that it's a sort of double threaded valve, so you can actually attach that to the little cans. Uh, that you use for um, jet balls and the like, and then you can attach the massive one, which is a lot more cost-effective in terms of the gas. And through the power of magic, this allows you to basically refill the little mini ones with a much bigger one. Uh, this was £10 off of Amazon, um, but I'm hoping the cost savings will be massive um, over the long run, uh, because the, the much bigger cans of gas and the like are just much more cost effective. You know, you, you pay more because yeah. it's a little little package as opposed to the bigger ones. Um, so yeah, that, I like that. Something that I'm hoping will uh, kick off. I've not, I've not to be fair used it yet, so I will give a proper little review on that uh, once I have more science. More science. <laughs> you got to film it with your jacket on. 
Oh, I will. I will. <laughs> Lance is standing to a chair. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, while Lance has dashed off, uh, let's hit a few of the comments. Um, so, was there's a few questions coming in that aren't necessarily relating immediately to sort of what we're discussing. So, we'll try and hit a few off of them at the end, and we'll probably do a general Q and A maybe next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Kenny Ribble says MSR multi fuel stove is the best I've ever used. So, fair dues. I know that you can get rather than the jet ball, you can get the little little um, pocket rockets. Um, which are kind of the the gas burners with the fold out arms. Um, oh, yeah. They're considerably cheaper. Um, if if you wanted to go down the gas route, it's sort of a, a cheap starting pack. Um, uh, there's a couple comments as well on sleeping bags. Uh, Snug Pack Merlin three packs up very small. Says Dan. Uh, Rage says the Snug Pack are very well priced and very good. Blacks do uh, blacks and go outdoors do their own branded ones, which are cheap and good. Just generally, the cheaper ones are heavier and a bit bigger when packed down. Mm, yeah. Um, and Nerd Four Four said, "All I heard about you being cold is that you need a bigger layer of blubber. Come on, eat a donut on two, you'll be fine." I'm trying to get uh, rid of the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> there are um, way too many in there. <laughs> silly Gilly with regards to. Um, Silly Gilly, with regards to a down sleeping bag getting wet, he says, oh, that would be an issue for me as I often wet the bed when people shout, stand to. <laughs> yeah, be, yeah, synthetic all the way for you then, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just quickly uh, ducked off just to grab my solid fuel burnt. So this is what I use um, all the time, pretty much, other than my jet boil. This is my, and this is the Challenger, or is it a Crusader or Challenger? I think it's a Crusader cook set. Crusader. Crusader, so you can either put solid fuel in there, which are these Dragon Fire fuel cells, which come in a little six pack. So you can drop one of them in there, or you can put like meths, like Tranger burner. You can put a little bit of white spirit or meths in there and burn it. And then obviously a little cup just goes on the top. And that is essentially it. That's my little cook set. That and that. And that ties in with the um, the Osprey sort of pattern water bottles as well, yeah, doesn't it? Water bottle can go in the cup. So you're not really taking up any space just for that. So that all goes in there. Much like obviously your jet boil, which is I've got the uh, Highlander equivalent. Which sits in my little again dry bags. Everything goes in a dry bag, so that's me little jet boil. But then Crusader sets are about twenty five quid. And you get the, obviously you get a cup, water bottle, and then obviously the the um, the, uh, the actual cooking pot bit itself. And again, it's it's multi fuel, so you can use sticks, you can use anything. Well, with that cup there, you can yeah. set yourself a little fire and, and heat over anything. And then this is the uh, this is the Highlander. Oh God. A hurricane or something like that. But again, it, it is very jet boil esque, and I've had that for about four or five years now. All good. Little rubber lid, dosh. Keep a few choppies and a few coffees in the top there. One, it stops the can rattling about, and two, I've always got a hot drink on me if needed. So I'll, I'll keep a, a few sachets of drink. One can, which I sniper tape up or put it inside a sock, which was Wayne's little tip, just to stop it damaging the inside of the cup. And then you've got your regulator, and that all sits on the inside. So again, can screws onto there. Little stand in there, so that stand bit comes out, goes on the bottom, and that's it. I think there's a 45, 50 quid, something like that. Um, I think Rage has got one. But like I said, I've had that for four or five years. The only thing that has gone a little bit is the igniter can be a little bit funny, so I'll always keep a lighter handy just in case, um, just to give it a spark, just to get it going. But yeah, great bits of kit. They do work well. Um, but I'd always, if I had to pick one, it'd always be, it'd always be that over that. That would be the one I chose. Yeah, and that's yeah. another essential as well. Those dry bags, get yourself some yeah. dry bags. Yeah, I mean, if you can't get them, um, I, 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 I mean, the small ones. Yeah, bags. 
X-Ped, or if you can get some rubble sacks, heavy-duty rubble sacks for like a big, big ones to go to line. You've got to have a bag line up your Bergen. Yeah. You must line your Bergen. Um, so that's the X-Ped ones. If you can get like a set of four for 35, 40 quid, um, they're always good to have just to keep that kit. And, it, it, you know, you can... You, mo you can make your kit more modular then. You know, I've got a foot care kit. I've got um, uh, a warm weather kit. I've got um, pants and socks in a little pouch in, a li in one of these little dry bags, you know, a spare top. You know, you've got clothing kits you can have. And you can essentially just sling it all inside your Bergen, inside the main bag liner, scratch your DOS bag up and stick it on the top of it. And then, so yeah, you're I've good got, to go. I've got some coloured ones now. Yeah, coloured ones work. Instead, instead of having all of them the same colour and going, hang on a minute, what's in that one? I now all have loads of different colours and I can literally open up that top top pouch and go, right, I need my food that's in blue. Right. Yeah. Blue straight away. So you're not turfing everything out, mm -hmm. having it all spread out all over the place and then going, oh shit, that's a long bag. <laughs> putting it all yeah, back I mean on the bottom of these you've got another little carry handle. So you've got a little handle yeah. there, but I usually get a Sharpie and just write like you can write cook. I'm not gonna on there because I know what that is. That's the only thing like that. Is my little jet boil. But you that can was like, quite like, a giveaway, isn't it? Yeah, this is my, my socks. Yeah. yeah. No, the colour system, old. to be fair, because, I mean, I've, I've just used a paint pen on mine to write things on it and bits and pieces like that. But, I mean, if you've got a colour system, that's universal yeah. for that whole that yeah. whole bag. So I quite yeah, like that. I mean, you could do – I know I see a video with um, when it comes to, like, not, uh, like light discipline at night time, um, trying, like, squaring your kit away and admin. Some people use them um, uh, a, a different amount of zip ties, like zip tied round this bit here. Like, for example, they might have a, a legend which they've learned or a key. One zip tie around the bottom handle means cook set. Two zip ties means it's your first aid kit. Three Ooh, zip ties. And they'll like actually that. feel and count one, two, three, right? And that's if you're in pitch dark and you've got a yeah. have like proper light discipline, you think, you know, what, well, I need to find my socks. So can, where's my sock kit? Well, that's four zip ties. One, two, three, four. Right, okay, cool. Got it. Let's get involved. Do you know what I mean? There's another little lot, but very extreme. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I can't see it being that much of a requirement on milsim but it's a good no, habit that's what we're to. doing from now on no lights that's at all. what we're doing yeah, no. <laughs> Table ties. yes zip tie me up baby <laughs> everyone will see our kit and it'll just be hundreds of cable ties around everything yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah it's, a, it's, this, it's again it's an option of, of keeping your kit organized and yeah organization is the best thing and, and by not i mean i've streamlined my kit quite a lot recently i've been going through it and like sorting the a Bergen loadout for like for an event where you get out your car, grab your Bergen, grab your rifle, and then you're off into the field. There's no crates, mm -hmm. no pelly cases, so you've got to be clever with your kit, clever with what you're taking, uh, clever with like your water carrying things like that. And I mean, obviously during an event there'll be a, a water station you'll be able to replenish at, because um, obviously you you wouldn't be able to carry enough water to last your whole weekend, especially going out now. I mean, Christ, it's 27, 28 degrees. You'd need no. liters of water a day. Um, but that, for, for that initial yeah for that initial push into the ao to get to a harbor area to get set up and then from there on whether the, the organizer dumps a 20 litre jerry can in there or something for you for your team or whatever then that's a different mm. story but yeah I'm, I'm really narrowing down my kit though like i've got my big possibles pouch which has got like multiple medicines and things like that and bits and bobs in it that i might need um i'm, I'm really streamlining all that down streamlining down my first aid kit you know my spare clothing kit i'm streamlining that down essentially i can get i, I can quite happily survive with some with having wet trousers so i'm not carrying a spare pair of wet combats anymore um i'm carrying a spare top i'm carrying spare uh, sort of like boxes type stuff and, and like, like some undies um but again it, it's it's got rid of like probably two two dry sacks worth out of my kit by just oh god this bloody that's quite a turf out isn't it yeah, it has, yeah, yeah. It, it's made it a lot easier, a lot easier, and a lot more manageable. 
to get to things and, and knowing where stuff is. And that's why I harked back to using a belt kit for a Bergen loadout because you can carry a cook set in your, in your belt kit. You can carry your first aid kit in there. You can carry all your mags for your for your riff. Um, I'll probably sack off a pistol. Um, and then it frees up almost like one rocket pouch for you to carry like spare actual ammo, like a big spare speed loader or bags of BBs or whatever it is you can carry extra water in the Bergen and just having your fighting order on you, which is how you should have really, do you know what I mean? Rather than just carrying sort of like nonsense and, and it's all stuffed in bags and any nook and cranny, you can just, oh, just get them little bits in there. That's when it all starts going into like explosion mode. When you open the bag, I'm just fucking everywhere and you're like, uh, we've got to pack up, we've got to be ready to move in five minutes and I'm just completely like, mm. I don't know yeah. what to do. You know what I mean? It's just getting Always put everything don't back start. when you're done using it. Absolutely. Put it back. Make sure yeah. it's clean. Put it back and then it's packed away. The buckle's done up and you're good to go. Because that's, um, yeah, that's a big thing. Big thing for me. Make sure mm. it's all good. Yeah. Getting out of that crates, crates, crates. Because a lot of events we go to, we were allowed to take a crate and I chuck shit of stuff in there. Spare this, spare that. I know some events, you know, it's a, it's, it's a requirement, um, especially for that DEA event we did with, with Defiant. You know, we required multiple loadouts mm. and different things going on. So it, it, it was essentially needed. It's hard cover, we're in a fob. Um, but yes, just want to get back to the Bergen, bit of rucking into an AO and, and um, sort of setting yourself up, you know, squaring yourself away in your own little individual yeah. shelter system and sort of Hopefully fighting out defined. of that. Hopefully Defiant. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed, man. If they're listening, Morning, if they're listening Phil. Uh, yeah, flaming galah. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they'll listen to the masses and uh, do a, yeah. a proper hard run. With a bit, love, a bit of love. So yeah, yeah, cook set. So you, you, whatever type of cook set you want to get. I mean, personally for me, it'd be the solid fuel. You know, I get the gas burners and that are all good, but personally for me, I'd go with a uh, a BCB to start with, and a mm -hmm. and a long spoon. Yes, must have long spoon. Don't <laughs> get small yeah. spoon. Long spoon because you'll get bean fingers. Bean knuckles are worst. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. don't get bean knuckles. Well, that Long that spoon. nicely brings us on to rations. So uh, yeah. should we should we cover rations quickly? I mean, first personally, I don't think you can really go wrong if it's your first meal sim. You know, if you, presumably you're doing it because you want to sort of experience that kind of uh, immersion aspect over sort of a normal meal sim. Uh, sorry, a normal airsoft event. Um, so personally, I don't think you can really go wrong with just buying a. a, a Sort of um, MRE kit, you know the yeah. the twenty four hour uh, British Rat Packs. Um, yeah. You, if if you don't want to go down that route, just get some camping food. You know, just any yeah. anything I that mean, you can call, get in millets or or the like. Um, Wayfarer Wayfair meals and things. It's all good stuff. Wayfarer, I, mean, right, I enjoy. Yeah. You know, definitely try. One thing that I would go. say. Go on, mate. Sorry. No, I just I just said try it before you make sure you you know buy yourself a couple yeah. of meals and try it out and make sure you're okay about how to cook it and stuff before you go. Rather than again, yeah. it's you know it's testing it out. You know, make sure you. See, the one it. thing that I, the one thing that I would say would be at some point in your meal sim career, probably towards the start, would be to at least try a couple of American and a couple of British and a couple mm. of Polish proper. MREs that you just open up and that's got all your food in it because it is part of the experience, I think. Like my oh, first meal sim, my first meal sim, I was running US rations and uh, I got to admit they were a, a bit, shall we say, claggy <laughs> in certain areas. But the first meal uh, it was the day, best event. Oh, mate, yeah. I opened up my first ever British ration box at uh, Airsoft Meal Sim, if you like. Um, and what was staring back at me? 
packet of biltong. <laughs> I was like, oh my, never had one since. I've never no. opened a box since and there's been a packet of biltong in there. But there was biltong in this ration box. I was like, yeah. oh, fuck it. yes, mate. Mama's peanut, peanut M&M's. I opened it up and went, what is this? They give good like, sweeties, oh, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the American do give, give good, good sweeties. sweeties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had a Yorkie bar and I've had um, a, a Biltong was my big old, big, yeah. was the big jump out thing at me. I was like, oh, hello, Yorkie bar. Yeah. It's usually a jet black cereal bar with multiple things inside it. <laughs> which sound like it's from a lab. But it tastes cereal. <laughs> it tastes cereal enough. <laughs> uh, Rach yeah. disagrees. Uh, he said, "Take food you know and you like, and uh, always take a treat. Nothing cheers you up more than weather turns to shit than nice food and treats." Mm. Uh, yeah, it's fair I enough. I mean, it just depends. Trying to keep it as a cheesecake for me, it's the gatto. Just uh... <laughs> with pavlova, it's gone out. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's the tiramisu. You can't. You can never keep anything up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't get that. Yeah, Rose, absolutely, mate. Hundred percent. Yeah. A treat, a little, a little bag of morale, mate. Some treats and sweets are always good. They're, uh, they're always welcome to any team yeah. who are out in the pissing rain at night. Yeah. Does anyone want a sweetie? They're like, Joy, yeah, yeah. I really do want a sweetie right now. Mm. Someone, I can't remember who it was, but someone, I think it might have been Tony, um, just randomly brought around a bag of Werther's Originals. And I haven't had a Werther's Original in years, and it was the best freaking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It's amazing. Um, but then again, like that's the same thing with buying the, say, American and British ones. If you enjoy that side of things, you never really know what you've got in it. So when you open it up, you also get that yeah. bit of excitement of, oh, what am I going to get? So yeah, it's yeah, how you want to do it. Yeah. For me, I mean, I it's get, the excitement I get, like, of opening it up and going, oh, I've got a Mars bar. <laughs> yeah, and it's quite, it's like, you know, back when you're at home sort of thing, it'd be like, yeah, but, but it's, it's suddenly like the mindset completely changes and you're like, oh, oh, it's a Yorkie bar. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you've been here for like three hours. Yeah. You know, at home, you have multiple treats. Just because you're squeezing peanut hours, butter like... into your mouth like it's freaking nectar. Like, <laughs> ah. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody, me, nobody can funny. do it. He's the only person that I know that can make peanut butter look sexual. Just to point it. He's like that. I saw Biscuits Brown mentioned there in the uh, in the chat, and yeah, 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 that's, yeah. Uh, that's a toilet roll saver right there. If you want to save the trees, eat Biscuits Brown because I guarantee you, you eat a packet of them Friday morning, and you will not require the throne until Sunday no. afternoon. And it's a good way to go, I think. Biscuit, biscuits Brown's with fruit. I actually quite biscuits, enjoy them. Biscuits Brown, Biscuits Brown, always good. <laughs> Yeah, Ray says, yeah, but if you never try one, you get a shit one. Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, right, don't get a vegetarian yeah. one. Unless you're vegetarian, of course, then get a vegetarian <laughs> one. But if you're not, <laughs> yeah. if, you're, if you're a meat eater like me and you get a veggie one, it's a real disappointment and you're like, bugger. If you're a veggie and you get a meat salad. one, that'll probably be just as much of a disappointment to be fair. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> around the meat. Yeah. Um, just before we move on to lighting, uh, Les, can you just explain, Mike, can you put the link up on the cock burner, please? Because I don't know what that means. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want any of that. Especially when you I'm assuming that's him. a typo, but if you could just, just let me know, that'd be great. Um, no, it probably wasn't that, Les. <laughs> <laughs> should, we, um, should we jump into lighting? Yeah, yep. again, a very from my point of view, very basic. Um, a simple head torch with a red filter, and, and can be a white filter, multi-filter, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. um, a handheld torch, 
Uh, again, it hasn't got to be like mega lumens. It can be a nice 90, 100 lumen. My little O, like one, would be more than sufficient for you for, for us for a Milsim event. Um, and obviously, then your um, your choice of weapon mounted light, white light, or whatever it might be. Yeah. The police are coming to get somebody, and it's not me. <laughs> it's not me. It's Hertfordshire. It's because that leads us north. This is, this is normal. This is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the ice cream van, isn't it, Randall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with the shutter down on the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just all the kids running out. Doors open and a box gets chucked out. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about the money. Keep it. Fuck it. Yeah. Go. Um, leave me my will. With, with, just to bring this back to head torches and like, uh, I highly recommend trying to find one with a red red light first. Um, so if you can't find one with red filter, if you can get red first. Um, I know Decathlon sell them. It's sort of their basic range. Uh, they do a red light oh, first red one. First. Oh, yep. That's good. Yeah, because they're um, not to come by. So I, I generally, every time I go to Decathlon, I buy one of these because yeah. they're not the best head torch in the world, but for like, I think it's like 10 quid, something like that. Um, it's useful just to sort of just secrete around your kit and something. And you've definitely always got one. Um, yeah, pets. Are I know great. Kenny says pets are the great head torches. I've got a tiny one with a white and red light. Um, what's the little ones, Andy, that we, we got from? Oh, the one that I lost at... Um, yeah, Nebo. Is it a Nebo? Nebo. Nebo. Yeah. Nebo. I think it's Nebo. So that's that's probably the smallest one that I've ever seen. Yeah. Is it like a little kidney bean that folds out? Mm. It's yeah. got like red, white, strobe. It's like a black little kidney bean yeah, shape. Yeah, black and white. orange. Oh, mine's slightly different. I'm sure. I'm not sure if mine's made by Pets or a lead lenser. Um, I always keep it in my first aid pouch just as like a little emergency get to talk. Oh, no, it's different to that. No, it's yeah. mine. I, yeah. I, I need to get a new one because I actually really did like that. Oh, one. that's frustrating. Um, I'll get to my first aid. So they're quite good. The only thing I would say is I found the red light on this to be absolutely crap. Um, so I the wouldn't recommend these light. personally. The white light's fine. Uh, it's got a green light on it, which is quite helpful. Um, well, not helpful, but it's Wanna different. Be a traffic light. <laughs> but the red light I didn't find to be much use to. So Yeah, I mean. The green light's crap. On mine, the green light's crap, but the red one is really bright. Mm. So there's obviously a little bit of inconsistency there. So it's also yeah. white first as well. Um, yeah, I think is it silver or silver? Do a I think it's S I S I L V A head torches. I think it's silver or silver. I can't silver. remember mine very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do a red aspect first, um, which is quite a good torch. I've had that for many mm. years. Uh, but yeah, a basic head torch, guys. It means has a head torch, Christ. Um, yeah. uh, a handheld torch of some description. Um, you again, it's not, be. it's not got to be mega lumens. Um, no. I mean, for me personally, lead lenser is a, a go to one. You know, you know, a lot of people say O lights seem to explode, but I've never experienced it. I've got two O lights, so I did have three until I lost one, <sighs> which is very frustrating. <laughs> I didn't lose it, I left it somewhere magnetized to a bunk. A cockpit, I think it's probably uh, easier on your on your subconscious if you've lost it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've lost it. No, you donated it to some poor sap. I donated it it's to had a, to sleep in there. To a, <laughs> I donated it to a soldier who slept in my bunk at long <laughs> yeah. and found it. So, but hand torches, yes. you can't beat the old L shape military hand torches. Oh, little angle lamp. Yeah, yeah. They're just little angle lamps. They hook yeah, onto you if you need to hook them up. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of the later ones, they do actually have an adjustable dimmer on them, mm. yep. so you can put it on. And when you're looking down in your kit, you don't need six million lumens to look down in a, a two two centimeter spare. That's it. 
you know, it's, that's, you that's, that's exactly that. It's Andy's, you know, Andy's hit the nail on the head there. When it comes to head torches, you're not searching for someone who's lost in the forest. You're, you're looking for a bit. Of, you're looking for a pack inside you, but you're looking into this cup to make sure it's cleaned out. You're looking for something inside your bergen. You know, you're looking at a little map in front of you. It's not got to be. You're not got to wear the sun on your forehead. It's a, a nice, small, compact, low lumen, long life, battery lasting um, head torch. Simples, absolutely yeah. simples, and that's it. And obviously, your choice of weapon lights a different story. You know, you want to you want to throw a bit of a beam out there. But again, it's not got to be a thousand lumens. You know, 350, 400 lumen throw is more than adequate for a for a for a light on a on a rifle, an airsoft rifle. Put it that way. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> Mainly because mine's ridiculous. <laughs> it is like something like twelve thousand lumen strobe, not on mine. So, but that's more of a tactical side of things. That's not really. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, I mean, it's like a define. I took it off the gun and I put it on strobe and put it over there when we were in that firefight at night, and they kept shooting at the torch while I was over the other side shooting them back. It's exactly, exactly that. You know. But I mean, for me, I mean, my pistol ones, I think it's something like 300 lumens. Little, it just clicks onto the Picatinny rail under my pistol when I, as yeah. and when I need it. I don't like to use it yet, really. But um, yeah, another little good bit of kit. But again, head torch, handheld, um, and then you, obviously your choice of weapon like for your, for, your, for your entry mills. I mean, happy days, you know. With, yeah, with, definitely. There's multiple weapon torches out there. You know, you've got your, you've got your saw flies, you've got your Olight warriors. Um, Mike, I don't know what one you, you, your ones are quite. Uh, I've got a Claris XT10. Yeah. Andy, what do you run on your weapon for your, your choice of light? Uh, mine is a O Light. I think it's an O Light Warrior, like you said. It's quite. It's, a, it's the streamline one. Oh, okay. I think it's yeah. I think mine's a Surefire Scout. I think, I, I think I've got that from uh, Paul the Chief, the man, the legend. That is Paul the Chief. Um, and I, I, yeah, great bit of kit. Know, little little pressure plaid thing happy days yeah i mean i think if you're starting out definitely just focus on your your head torch and your your kind of like handheld um you know i mean because you can end up paying a reasonable amount of money for weapon mounted lights and the like um mm. i mean ultimately ultimately you can always just get a torch and duct tape it to your rifle if you really want to yeah, I mean, um, yeah absolutely you can you can get quick release picatinny ones now it's, it's literally just a thumb yeah. clip and it just clicks off your picatinny rail and it becomes a handheld you can clip it back on and it, they're, they're they're very low profile you know what i mean you're, you're not going to worry about it too much so yeah, yeah. that's a good most... my ir like my ir like my ir lamp for my riff is a quick release so i can take it off yeah. and put it on as and when day night drills and stuff like that so but then yeah, peg boxes most of them come with a half decent yeah. light in there now and that's pretty much all you need because you only really put your light on when you're either engaged and you're trying to mm. not you're trying to blind them a little bit not blind yeah, them, or lighting up targets. You're just trying to lighten up targets like and stuff. Mm. You don't really need that much. I just, I just like the twelve thousand lumen strobe, <laughs> which I can't use. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. I do have to check with every marshal though, because it enough do that. So every game, I always say, look, have you got anyone with epilepsy? Because otherwise, I won't use it. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just a dick move. Yeah. <laughs> So if you do have strobe, obviously make sure that you can use it because you are there to look after other people as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be same as lasers. To... Always be careful of lasers. Yeah, and IR lasers as well because yes. that, that's a, that's like a, a, a blind burner, isn't it? Really, that will literally mm -hmm. you can just burn somebody's eyes out without, and they, you know, they wouldn't know about it until it was too late. They're like, yeah. oh, I generally can't see now. So yeah, be very also, very careful. 
avoid green lasers. Mm. You know, green lasers. Green yeah, lasers. You know, um, and then you've got burn. whether you choose whether you choose to get some chem lights and that for if you to demarcate areas like <laughs> in and out of your harbour area, or for urban environments. You know, I don't. I believe they use green for room clear or blue for room clear, and then red for a hazard in the doorways and things like that. So, you know, depending on what you're going for first, what sort of event it is, you know, just be uh, mindful of what chem lights uh, indicate or dictate what uh, hazard or whether there is no hazard and, um, you know, how you use them. I always find that those little float, little night fishing float chem lights are very good for, mm. um, make yourself a cheeky little pop here, excuse me, um, are very good for uh, putting in your back of your boonie hat if you're going out on patrol at night time. Just you can, you can literally electrical tape it up to you. Just literally got the tip showing. Um, and that's more than enough for the guy behind you to see just a little yellow glow or a little red glow, whatever it is you want to use for your section. You know, you could coordinate with other sections in the task force side to say, well, we'll be nighttime with the green section, you'll be blue, blah, blah, blah. And then you can sort of always pick out each other or whatever, whatever the case might be. There's always a good one. There's that lad that was using them at Defiant, uh, the little ones, you know, the little quick release ones. Um, mm. And he he takes one to his finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his, his index finger, he take one to it. So you could just see the top on night vision. You could just about see it. So, but if you were behind him and he did that, you could see it, and you could yeah, perfect stop. Which I thought was quite a kinky idea. That's what I tell the wife as well. What? Just the just, just uh, tip. <laughs> ETs, ETs coming home. Um, let's jump into welfare items. Um, so, That's what? What? Yeah. What do we think? Um, you know, someone who uh, you know obviously never been to a Milson before. What what basic welfare items do they need to bring with them? Wet wipes. Oh, yep. Yeah. Wet wipes. <laughs> yes, wet wipes. Portable charger for me. Like, yeah, I'd say first aid kit. <laughs> Definitely a See, little I, individual first aid kit. I yeah, I mean that should be a given anyhow. That should you should have that on yeah. your on your loadout from even from skirmish days. Everyone should be carrying a, a small personal first aid kit. Yeah. Mm. You know, for your basic skirmish loadout, you know, but not just filled with plasters. Obviously, consider things like Rennie. The number of times I've had to dish out Rennie to people. Um, yeah, I mean, specifically, I mean, first, I'd go specifically for your personal first aid kit first. Things that are for you. I mean, if you don't suffer with indigestion and that, then you know, I'd have Rennie that in the secondary, like the possibles pouch if someone needs it. But I'll, oh no, you know, I first, need, yeah, after after eating two yeah, days but, of rat yeah, packs, I always suffer. So, them, yeah, you'd carry them like, like Dan. Um, in our team, he, he he always carries Rennie um, as a must. You know, he could look at onion and just fucking harp and attack him. Yeah. You know, look at a sausage roll and he's like, oh, God, I need Rennie. Yeah. <laughs> it up and sprinkles it over it before he eats it. It's fine. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a, a personal first aid kit, personal mm -hmm. to you. And, you know, whether you whether you need some sort of allergy tablets or anything like that, um, that that's what it needs to be. And, the, and you should be carrying one of them for skirmish Sundays, for any day yeah. events, anything like that, not just because you're getting into Milson now. I need to carry a first aid kit so I get injured. You get injured anytime. So, um, you know, one in the car, one in your little bag. If you go down the beach, you know, you know, it's a it's a tiny little thing you can be carrying it, which will, especially with kids as well. I've got kids fucking cutting themselves and nonsense happens and need to plaster. Mm. It doesn't it makes them feel better. Yeah, I've hurt myself. I need a plaster. Where have you hurt yourself? Yeah. There, there's nothing there. There is. Okay, a plaster. Yeah, go down on the beach. Right. So I mean, I think. I've got minion plasters. I'm going to genuinely cut myself now and not have a plaster because I've made you feel better. About it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. And I'm going to have to sit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Rage says also if you have a pre-existing condition like diabetes, epilepsy, and so on, tell people where you keep your rescue meds. Um, so that's obviously yeah. important. A big shout. Um, yeah. 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 Was it? Yeah, but... Isn't it a standard? It should be in your right pocket as a standard. So if someone is having a, I would have heard that right upper. I always thought it was right, right pocket was yeah. what I always got told. On your right side, burn gel, pyro, burn stuff. Yeah. Again, uh, 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 yeah, it's, it's got to be site specific um, and task specific to what you're going out with, mate. Yeah. Uh, so burn. Gel. Yes, Harry. Pyro burns suck. Pyro burns suck, Harry. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Make sure you carry your pyro in a designated pouch, not your yeah. pockets and your trousers. We, we have spoken about this before, haven't we? <laughs> Harry, 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 yeah. Harry, Harry, Harry. Um. So I, I, I generally, with, with my sort of welfare items, I generally tend to have a little kind of pouch of welfare stuff, and I've got in there like uh, deep cream, uh, 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 germaline, uh, working hands, um, all sorts of like chapstick and stuff like that, because it's all little things that um, ultimately, you know, I've just sort of crafted over the number of times I've been and then gone, ah, oh, it'd be really helpful to have something like that in there. Um, Sounds like a so, yeah, you'll, you'll probably develop it as you go through, but... Um, so yeah, just try and sort of get like a basic welfare kit. Um, but definitely wet wipes. I'd say wet wipes is like the main fundamental in your welfare kit. Um, yeah, yeah. So we definitely have some wet wipes, you know, um, a bit of sanitizer sort of thing for 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 cleaning up before and after you. Yeah, you I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, and again, mate. Yeah, you you certainly won't make the mistake again. You know, and he can't use his tip at the moment. Carry uh, carry your um. Carry your pyro in a designated pouch, boys. That's not in your trouser or, or jacket pockets. Because yep. you, you get that. We're going to cover that entire mind. topic next week. Yes. <laughs> Special yes. Harry episode. Yeah. Yeah. I never put mine in trouser pockets. I always put it. Yeah. Since James McNary makes a good point there. Some uh, bit of toilet roll off the roll. You know, yeah. don't carry a full roll. You know, roll it off. Always have a it. shit kit. Put it in a click lock shut bag. You know, um, or even inside, inside some poo bags or something like your pet poo bags. With them, yeah, but baby, baby wipes got... can work the same, yeah. I don't know. See, I've had an accident with one of them before where I was a little bit too vigorous and it's essentially just run up the back. No, <laughs> I mean, basically, <laughs> basically, my, my, basically, my hand run away with me, and I was a, <laughs> we... oh. I went a little bit too far. I was like, oh dear, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. come on, <laughs> come on, you've all done it, you've all done it. Yeah. Like so from Don't someone that. that has uh, experienced the lack of toilet roll and lack of wet wipes and when needing the loo um, and it's, you know, you're on a proper meal sim, so you're not like, you know, diving off to a porter cabin to go to the toilet. You are literally digging a hole. Um, yeah. Definitely have a little shovel. And definitely. Yeah. And definitely bring wet wipes and toilet paper. Just, just, just do it. Have a, have a little shit kit. That's, that's what I call mine because it amuses me. Um, just have it there, all ready to go. Mm-hmm. It's good. You got it. What color? Look what, after what wet bag do you put that in? Brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, after eating two days of rat packs, it's the bright orange one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I put mine in a clear bag so I can analyze it. After. Clear bag. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Uh, admin should we talk about admin it's just sort of general admin yeah bring a watch the number of people 
the number of people that go to a Milsim without a watch. It's so infuriating when you go, right, guys, we're going to be, I need you to get ready in 15 minutes. We're going to be heading out at like 9.20 and people are like, oh, I haven't got a watch on. Can you just tell me what time it is? Yeah. Oh. Make sure you bring a watch. Go have a watch. Like, 10 pounds off of Amazon. You can get a watch with the illuminating dial and a digital compass, a stopwatch and an alarm. Job done. That's all you need. You don't need to be a G-Shock, super fancy GPS enabled, you know, night vision enabled, it, 50,000 feet, meters deep, waterproofing, anything fathom. like that. It measures fathom. <laughs> yeah. And it tells me when yeah. the tide is high, just like, like Atomic Kitten. Like there was the, um, I was looking at one of the G-Shocks. It's like a halo insertion watch, basically, because it's it's designed for like telling you your altitude and things like that. You don't need that for a Milsim. Just just get a watch with a little light-up dial and your job no, done. Everyone, nobody picked up on my Atomic Kitten joke. I'm very disappointed. Sorry. I missed it. I was on well, a run. I said that my G-Shock tells me when the tide is high, and I said just like a comic <laughs> kitten. And um, I thought Rock oh. might have got it. I thought Rage because we're going to see them uh, next weekend. So. Heads up, <laughs> heads the uh, pop up tent. <laughs> I got it, Lance. Thanks, John. Appreciate it, mate. I knew you would. Hope the guts are better, Sam. Hope the guts are better. Full, <laughs> full regular flowing now. I hope. Uh, <laughs> what else would you need to add me? Moving on from uh, John's, oh, yeah, uh, right in the rain. Yeah, on, moving on from John's uh, bowel movements. Uh, yeah, right in the rain notepad. Um, yeah, sharpies. Sharpie pen pencil. You know, usual bits and bobs. Um, I tell you yeah, what, something actually I've only especially just discovered if you're last. Radio, uh, especially as an RI or a team leader, I, I'd highly recommend. Well, everyone should have one in the L really uh, in your section, but yeah, mm. uh, particularly if you're RI or or a team leader or something, be Milson, you need to yeah, right in the rain notepad or, or equivalent mm -hmm. or a normal notepad that's um you can put the drive bag but you know getting it out when it is raining is then a bit of a ball like you know so yeah. right in the rain all day long for me i think the only thing i'm say so i found this out at the last event definitely get a sharpie with a this this sharpie kind of <laughs> twin tip. yeah double was amazing double. because the 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 little tip. narrow Nobody tip on the far right tip. of that picture and it's called a twin tip it's, it's a, a sharpie double, twin it's tip a double ender it's, it's a sharpie double. twin tip permanent marker um the fine bullet end of that Sharpie is what, up to like a millimetre or something. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but it's very, very fine, so you can actually write on a notepad with it. Try writing on like fine notes on a notepad with the fucking <laughs> chunky end of a Sharpie. It's like... <laughs> um, At least I had one, and I and I lent it to you. And now well, I yeah, well, I brought mine. Andy, I just didn't know where um, it went. Because <laughs> uh, Andy was able to, uh, to tame the psychopathic uh, LMG with a Sharpie pen. Yeah, I think I think Sharpie, TM, yeah, was... I think all, all TMLMG should come with a free Sharpie now for, 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 for that very reason, Chris Berry, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. Yep, Sharpie saved the day. TMs on that don't one. do yeah. well in the rain. No, <laughs> Sharpie's like attacking you. Yeah. It's like a great. No, you... It's like we should call that LMG Gizmo because as soon as he got wet, it started attacking us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, don't worry. It's just oh. Chris's LMG. Just yeah. random you don't hear many Gremlin references nowadays, do you? No. Yeah, that Gremlins. That's what we need a remake, a Gremlin remake. Come on. Yeah. A live-action one. Live no, action, it yeah. was live-action, wasn't it? I I don't know. So. Yeah, they were animatronic puppets, weren't they, yeah, most yeah. of the time? Yeah. Critters. Critters was a horrible one. Oh, yeah. Even in Defy. Uh, uh, but no, yes, definitely, definitely have a pen, definitely have a notepad, and definitely have a watch. Um, yes. And a multi -tool. Rage makes a good point. Yeah, multi-tool, pocket knife. Um, if you need anything that has like an Allen key on it, on your rifle, anything like that, have yeah. the Allen key with you. Um, so either yeah. get like a, a multiple one or just, just the individual little Allen key. Just have it somewhere on you. 
Um, because no so, doubt you would need to tighten something, loosen something, detach it, reattach my, um, it. I've got one of my 249, and where, where you've got the shoulder rest that comes up, it's like a wire shoulder guard that comes up, sits on the top. I've got the Allen key to unscrew the back for changing out the batteries. I've put that against the wire bit, cut the small zip ties, pulled them tight-ish, and then yeah. snipped off the excess. And that Allen key stays in there all the time. Four years now, I'm going to lose it yeah. now because I said it. I put mine in the zip. <laughs> Touching many, zip many woods. The, um, Touching many, many woods. <laughs> you know a lot of them come with the zip bag. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good shout, mate. Perfect. I put yeah. mine in there and zip it up. But I have That's to admit, cool. I have to. I do have to thank Rage. Rage gave me a tiny little knife, and I've used it pretty much every day since he gave it to me. It's because it's so handy. Ooh, so thank nice. you for that, Rage. Yes, it was a, a lovely little gift that was that was uh, handed over. Very nice. But yeah, too, so. uh, just having it, just having it there for cutting off cable ties. Yeah, off, um, yeah your little everyday carrying anything, it sort of So Definitely. it's absolutely perfect. Yeah, nice. Yeah, a little multi-tool, some description. I've got the uh, Leatherman Mutt, which is the military utility tool. Mm. Um, again, it's a little bit excessive. It's got a carbon scraper and all that for a real rifle on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you know, after the um, the old uh, once the old bolt's been fired, a few, a few yeah, you can actually that. use it to ford a ford a river at four hundred meters. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just automatically built myself a treehouse on the last uh, event I was at. So. <laughs> Yeah, that that can take out German Brashes. tanks if you throw it. Yeah. Whittled <laughs> myself a cabin. Whittled a cabin and, and cleaned up a barbecue in under five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Le Leathermans are definitely, you know, I've, I've had a no one. You know, yeah. I've, had, I've bought many multi-tools that have 20, 25 quid and they've lasted. I mean, I've, I've bought a multi-tool once and I used the pliers and I squeezed it and the fucking, both handles just sheared off in my hand. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's gash. Uh, Leatherman, you know, the, I think there's a, a lifetime warranty, I want to say, with a Leatherman. You're not going to probably need it. You'd have to no. be a bit of a div to break a Leatherman, I think. I don't want to say that, actually, no, because you could probably break it. Mike's broken one, being a div. I've broken a Leatherman. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it. <laughs> Just saw his face change. He was like, yes, I agree. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, you do have to be a bit of a div, but it is possible to break a Leatherman. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised I've not managed it on mine yet, to be honest with you. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, a, a, a save, save your money, save your pennies and get a decent one. Because that's a tool that you could always carry with you. You can carry it in the car. Um, mm -hmm. It's a handy get yourself out of um, a bind sort of thing. Multiple bits and bobs on it. You know, all good, yeah. Uh, definitely a, a multi-tool. Yep. All good, all good. Nice, nice, nice. Anything else on your admin? Admin, admin. No, I think... Yeah, that's where that's Gina, It's getting going. more and more... Like some people don't take them out, but it's getting more and more part of the Milsim scenes. I think where you're transferring data almost straight away. Um, a lot of maps are transferred over through to a mobile phone. Yeah, yeah. If now, you've got the holder and that, uh, if you're utilising yeah. that, I suppose. Yeah, it's, it's handy. But you'd have your your phone on you every day. The means of charging it, I'd be a good, like a, like Andy said, like a, a good yeah, power bank. You know, it's will give your phone three or four charges is always good. You know, make sure you turn the Bluetooth off when you get to a site, turn the turn the thingy down, you know, make sure you close all your background apps, save the battery on it. Yeah. Um and, and and another thing with that as well is make sure your next of kin has got uh, a contact number for someone else in your team. Just for your example, Mike had to, uh, when I was at Defiant, I got barely any signal on my phone at all. So luckily Mike um took it upon himself to uh, message my wife in the early hours of the morning. For long, for, yes, for to let Lance to let her know how Lance was doing. Here's a video of Lance asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about the heavy breathing. That's fine. That's fine. 
I'm just like, up oh, like we were oh, asleep oh, during that I'm event. Just, <laughs> I'm just opening my eyes and Mike's just over me going. <laughs> Stroking. <laughs> this goes back to ensuring that when you're on your sleep pad, you've got a sharp object nearby. Yeah. <laughs> your battle buddy stays awake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, James says a map of the site is always good. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you want to be looking at in a map case, you know, all different, all about waterproofing, you know, weatherproofing oh. your kit is a big one. Mm. Yeah. And one thing that quite a few people that don't realize how especially when they move straight over from skirmishes over to mill sims is um radio a decent radio setup the amount of time we had a question been... on that early on actually i think um i was just Dan, um asked about a, a, a Milson question best overall radio both and uv5 can't go. yeah can't go you wrong can't really it. go far wrong with that get the extended battery for it give you a few more hours play time um i like it's the 9r um i only got the 9r because of the waterproof rating of it uh which i haven't had to put through any tests wow. waterproof such. rating yeah, <laughs> yeah. um personally it, for me, it advertises as being more waterproof it does, yeah i mean the, the reason i bought it is because i saw a photograph of it in a fish tank with a goldfish next to it and i was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a bit of me that is i love that um but yeah, the 5R, I think, personally is a bit better because obviously the UV9R, it's got the special plate on the side to maintain its waterproofness. This, 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 this. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like a plate which goes, it's like an eight pin sort of, it's almost like an old scart leady type thing. And you click it in, grub screw winds it into the side of the radio. And then you've got like a little pigtail that comes off of your two prong Kenwood connector. Um, I've always worried about that snagging. So I've bought a couple of extras off of eBay just to keep in my comms kit um, in case one does break or, or, or I snag it on a bit of kit or, or whatever. But the UV5R, obviously, you just open the dust cover up and you can push the Kenwood straight into the radio set itself. So although the waterproofness is there for the 9R, it's a, it's another connection point. So you've got the connection going into the side of the radio, then you've got a Kenwood connection again, then it goes up to the PTT, then out the PTT, and it goes to the comms, you know, minimise them, keep it simple. So 5R, yeah, I'll go UV5R all day long. Yeah, or the UV5R Pro or UV5R Plus, whatever it is. But yeah. Yeah, they've got Plus... Plus one now, haven't they, or something? Yeah, mm. I like the idea of it going yeah. just straight into the handset rather than there being like a little pigtail coming off. That's the only. Mm -hmm. If they could make a robust one, which was like like a hardened case, which made the pigtail just point straight up the side of it. So if that was the radio, it just went straight up the side of it, and you plugged in there. That would be cool. I'd be happy with that. But it's that loose, and it's a very fine. I mean, it's not even like braided cable. It's like a, just a bit of rubber silicon cable. Very basic. Um, and I don't See, like I I actually don't mind it as much because my my findings have generally been that the UV nine R the connection where it's like the Kenwood two pin connector going into the radio. The number of people I've seen that have broke that connector in the radio, whereas at least with the nine R because you've got the little kind of uh, pigtail kind of whatever we're calling it like attached because that's fixed to the radio. Um, if you do break that, you're at least you're not breaking your radio. So you're fair, only yeah, breaking that. Point. If we are, um, and they're, they're only sort of two between two ninety nine and four ninety nine to replace them. I think you can get two. I mean, they take a couple of weeks to get it from the old uh, from China or wherever it is they're coming from. But um, again, yeah, it, it'd be cheaper to far, yeah. far cheaper to replace that than to have to replace the radio because the internal receivers are broken from yeah. the pins. See, yeah. I've broken I've broken two of those uh, Kenwood connections now, mm -hmm. and just where they're in a pocket and you you lean against the Do wall. Do you know what I want to try out? I can want to try. Out. I, I want to try out the Bluetooth connector for a for a Bofang, where you actually where the Kenwood is, you plug in a little receiver and uh, send a mm. receiver or TXRX, power it up, and you get a little Bluetooth in a bud, 
which is a comms connection yeah. to your radio. I'd like to see how good that is. And I think you is that one that you can activate on your. You, you can also you get, a, get a, a wireless Bluetooth. Gun, yeah. yeah, you can get a wireless Bluetooth PTT with it as well. So I'd be interested to see how good and what the battery power is like. Because I run, I run an inner ear with a throat mic, and I either either chuck my earmores over the top, or I run a Bowman over the top. So I've got dual comms with whoever it is I'm talking to. But to be able to ditch that lead, and literally be completely free floating, do you know what I mean? That would be, uh, yeah, that would be quite cool. Be and handy, a nice yeah. little try out. To do science, mm. science, more science. We've got, science. 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 We've got lots of science, yeah. Science. Um, just with the uh, so the UV 5Rs, just so people are aware, they're about 24 pounds ish, 25 pounds. You can get a, a UV 5R. Um, please, please read up on the licensing and bits and pieces around that, just because technically, I'm not saying I'm not you know, I'm not saying that you're gonna get arrested or something for it because I know that you're probably not. Um, but there is a licensing issue with having those because they are a higher wattage output. Yeah. Um, so to read up on that, um, it, it, we, we've done episodes on it before. We're going to be doing episodes on it again. Um, so just just be aware that you know it, it's not your traditional like PMR radios, which are kind of the the license free ones. And um, technically, you do need a license to use the Bowfangs because of the uh, the output on it. Um, but yeah, uh, James, apparently James C paid twelve pounds for his UV five R a few years ago. So you probably can get them cheaper elsewhere. Yeah, and um, you can probably get them cheaper as a team buy as well. So you can, I think, you can get like you can buy packages with like five or six radios for like a hundred quid uh, in some situations. So if you've got a team of you, um, you know, well not not necessarily a team, but just six guys that are getting into it, and you want to just chuck in a bit in the pot, you know, that could work out a bit cheap. You get, a, I think, you get an earpiece, you get mm. obviously the battery, the charging bank, uh, charging bank, and obviously the handset itself with a, and an aerial that comes with the radio. Um, yeah, a Bofang UV five R uh, to start yourself off with um, is, is more yeah. than adequate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And if you do get additional external PTTs and, and headsets. Um, do try your utmost to make sure that the PTT, you know, make sure the collar matches the cuffs, basically. So if you get a, if you get a, a ZTAC PTT, make sure you get a ZTAC headset. You know, don't start getting contact headsets with ZTAC PTTs and combining the two because you can get yeah, cross feeds and yeah. they sometimes they don't work. Sometimes they do, but yeah, try and keep it like for like, you know, all the way up through the setup if you can, or you know, get you know, get go down the, the hardcore route, the old JCI stuff and other comms uh, guys out there, comms gurus, should we call them? out there to mm. i think the defiant guys they've got a go-to chap that they use for all their builds um, i know gunman have got a go-to chap uh baz at gunman he does a lot of the comm stuff so yeah hit him up for uh for any advice on kits and setups and things like that they'll be more than happy to help um yeah there's lots of lots of guys out there in the community that can help you guys out if, you, if you're just getting into it yeah, it'll be yeah. Good. um defiance just said um the uv5r is only a five watt output any higher would be naughty the issue with them is they can operate outside of the pmr frequencies so mm. so people are aware the actual licensing requirement is anything over half a watt of output um license free radios are lower powered uh, with a maximum power output of 0.5 watts um so it's just something to bear in mind yeah they're, they're your local walkie talkies you know what i mean yeah you're all good there you don't even need you don't even need all the fancy gubbins straight away if you're if you're literally just starting out grab yourself a uv5r Whack it on a, you know, on on your kit, sort of high up to your ear. At least you've got some way of communicating with your team. You do get a hands, you do get an earpiece, but much like this, yeah. really, basically, it's got a little PTT on it. It's not the strongest in the world, but it, it'll get you through. I'm sure it'll get you through your first event yeah. if you're careful with it. 
Mm-hmm. Most of them come with one now. Most exactly, most yeah. The one you, you, come you with, get a with it, like an over ear hooky sort of job, which is um, I've never tried really because I've always bought other bits to go along with it. So, but yeah, I'm sure it's probably fine. Yeah, to, to go in. I think that's probably the end of our list, is it not? Has anyone got any last few bits to add? Um, uh, for your f- I can't. not, but I mean, you know, clothes. I mean, going, clothing, yeah, clothing wise, you know, I'd, I'd make sure that you've got a Gore Tex jacket. A, a Gore-Tex jacket. I wouldn't worry about trousers. Yeah. I'd get make sure you've got a Gore-Tex jacket, um, a change of top, um, pants. Obviously, winter month. Yeah, pants, spare pants and socks. A couple of pairs of each. Um, a pair of seal skins. Um, for if you do get wet feet, you know, mm-hmm. having that wet foot kit, which is what I've got, which is your seal skin socks, an additional pair of socks, and some foot powder. Um, if your boots do get submerged i mean i did it before and when we did that private event and it just pissed with rain all day long i didn't change my boots out i didn't change my socks out in my boots and my feet when i got back the next day literally felt like i had i was just walking around on glass and needles and it's awful and the only way i could get it to stop was actually just put my feet in hot water and sit there with them in a bowl of hot water although it had already been wet the only way i could get the pain to stop was to just sort of like get rid of the crinkles that have built up in my feet was to sort of sue bath them and then sort of like towel drying down. Um, so yeah, make sure you've got spare socks, a set of sealskin mm-hmm. socks, and some foot powder in a little bag. So if your feet do get soaking wet, you can dry. We got we've done that video, didn't we? So watch that. Give that video a watch if you haven't already. Which I yeah, think it is a good video. Somewhere. Yeah, um, One of the lads last weekend didn't change his socks, and he said his feet were absolutely killing him, didn't he? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, uh, yeah. Astral, look after your feet. Must do that. Go to, yeah, seal yeah, skins. I lent, actually, I lent John a pair of seal skins at the dog tag event for SEO because his feet got absolutely caked and drenched. And yeah, they, they're good as gold. So you basically, your seal skins, you can put them on and you dry your feet off, powder your feet, put dry socks on, put the seal skin socks over the top, put your wet boots back on. And the seal skin will absorb all the water out your boot into the sock, but not into your dry sock underneath. And then if you've got a couple of pairs of seal skins, you can do that and eventually it will absorb all the water out your boot. And dry them out for you, which is good. Awesome and also take, take care of your balls and, balls, and your armpits. Yeah, yeah. Under armor, and if you're a under lady, armor, armor, yeah, movies, boobies, boobies yeah, all that nini, stuff. Nini, nini and boobies. <laughs> all, all of your yeah. sensitive areas, take care of them because you know it, you, you can develop sweat rash quite quick and it, it's nasty. Um, nice. so for the sake of a quick wipe here and there, quick wipe, and under armor cycling shorts for, for the larger lady or gentleman. Um, you know, it's chub rub is real, it hurts, so um, yeah, avoid I'm that. still a step, I'm still a step one fan. Step one, they, yes, they, it, this, yeah, yeah they anyway, did well, they did well. Any anti which you can win going. a pair on our 100th episode, that's also one of the prizes uh, that's going to be available yeah. on our 100th episode with our with our mega raffle. Um, mega okay. mega raffle. Yeah. Yeah. Not used, they will be brand new. They oh, yeah, brand new ones. I'm guessing that they are a uh, unisex undergarment. Yeah, they, they are. Yeah, they do female ones. Yeah. yeah, they do. Well, I mean, the ones we're giving away, they are just. Oh, no, are, the, the ones. Yeah, so be... if you win the prize, it will basically be you can order it. Uh, and we, we, like, will, right. we will be covering the cost of it. So it, it's not like I'm going to be ordering. A massive pair, oh, and then sure. you have to like fit my, into them. It's like my Under Armours; they're like male and female. They're just they're cycling yeah. shorts, essentially. So the um, the so step cool. ones basically have a bit more uh, space in the front for the men. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, 
Well, well it doesn't have to be, man. <laughs> if you've got, if you've got, if you've got balls, there's space for balls. So regardless of what gender you are, if you've got balls, there's space for them in there. <laughs> this, this will wear them away nicely. There you go. <laughs> that didn't oh, yeah, get clothing wise and that yeah uh like a a softy jacket for the winter months they're always good a softy jacket or a fleece of some description um i mean like i said earlier i, I always suffer with catching the cold in the tops of my thighs so i always pack a pair of long johns um just for the late night early hour stags or you know if you're sort of laid up for a bit you know if you've got to chuck a pair of long johns on before you go out on a on a night op or on a patrol um i usually always stick them on in the winter the top half oh. usually all good Usually go cold and bold on the top half, mm. um, but yeah, just me. It's my legs. I tend to feel cold in the old legs and the old pins. So yeah, yeah. but again, you'll figure all that out. You know, you you you'll feel the cold different areas. No, yeah. my hands never get cold. You know, I wear gloves purely just for stopping like spikes and splinters and stuff like that. But you know, yeah. cold wise, my hands don't feel the cold, which is a bit of a result. I, I would yeah. highly recommend getting yourself or having a look at um, the Black Widow Whoobies. Which is mm. a uh, a hoodie. Um, it's absolutely brilliant. This is another layer, just to throw on yourself as it's cold, and they um, they compress as well, like a sleeping bag. So you get yourself like one of the small little compression bags because it doesn't come with one because it all tucks itself into the hood. But mm -hmm. yeah, you can put it into a tiny little. Takes up no room. Really light. Gets a little bit chilly. You throw that on, and they do loads of different camo patterns as Good well, play. which is really. Yeah, really, really, really highly recommend them. Nice. I like, I like, I like. So, should we recap briefly then, gentlemen? On our, yep. um, so we started off. Should we do it quickly? <laughs> <laughs> and underpants. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you make pack, your Bergen. Um, it is what it is. Make sure you've got a bag liner or a, a large rubble sack to pack all your kit inside and then squash it down. Mm -hmm. uh, bag liners, obviously, the, the Bergen bag liner, much uh, obviously better. Um, the sleep kit, uh, sleeping bag, a sleeping mat or self-inflating mattress or, or, or firm arrest mattress of some description. Make sure it is thermal rated. Yeah. Um, and your bivy bag, which is your Gore-Tex bag that all your sleeping system will go inside of, which we didn't actually talk about then. So your bivy bag, um, your sleep mat, your mylar mat, your DOS bag will go all inside this main big bivy bag, which is like a Gore-Tex cocoon, if you like. And that just stops you from rolling off your mat at night, you know, and it keeps it, it let the Gore-Tex bivy bag get all shitted up in the mud and dirt, but it keeps all your stuff clean on the inside. So that's a, that, they're brilliant. Great bit of kit. Yeah. Oh, um, so they're the essentials for your sleep system, bivy bag, DOS bag, and sleep mat of some description. Uh, cook set, liner. obviously. Yeah, and you only cotton liner if you if you not essential, but if if you not essential, uh, but as an add-on yeah. if you needed it, uh, a cook set, um, method of cooking and heating. So whether that's solid fuel or gas burner, a mess tin or cup or some description, and obviously your rations of your choice. Um, torches, which would be your handheld, your head torch, and your and your weapon torch. Um, selection of chem lights if it's required. Um, admin stuff would be uh, multi-tool. Your writing the rain notepad, pens, pencils, sharpie. Uh, again, all kept in a waterproof little case. Uh, map of the area that you're going to be uh, gaming in. Um, a first aid kit, personal first aid kit for you. Um, trying to think now. And obviously the clothing side of it, which we just covered. So your, your foot care kit, spare top, a Gore-Tex jacket, um, a softy for the winter months if you needed it. You know, parathermal bottoms if required. You know, spare pants and socks. Your multi-tool if you're having stuff. Um, 
and that's about it really i mean it's, it's not a, it's not a exhaustive list uh for your first event and there are things that would be you purchase that you could use outside of milsim for regular camping or regular day-to-day -day stuff you know like the first day kit side of things you know you know even the cook set you know you know chuck it in the back of the car you know if you, if you stop off one day or something like that you can always you know, so i can make a little brew here now happy days all good so uh cost wise i think les asked the question earlier how much do you reckon this list would cost uh it depends it depends what you go for uh les really mate i mean you can go ultra expensive and you could end up spending over 600 quid easily uh, for what we talked about or you could be a bit more thrifty and go the surplus route which is just as good kit you know i've got my, a lot yeah. of my stuff is surplus you know from my uh my my bivy bag surplus my roll mats a surplus my cook set surplus my bergen is a surplus kit some of my clothing surplus kit my softy jacket surplus kit loads and loads of bits and bobs um my bottle water bottles you know things like that you know yeah. it's a water bottle fucking pennies um so you could i, I mean for me for a, for a decent setup for your first meal sim i reckon you can do it for about 300 quid just under yeah i think i've spent i'd say and that's everything i think, that I've, I think everything. I've spent six because obviously i bought the bigger bag and the, the exactly yeah one. yeah but i think yeah you could definitely do it for under three three fifty I think so. I think so. And if it is your yeah. first event, if it's your first time ever doing a milsim, and you and you really want to do give it a go, there's got to be some. You 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 you're already in a circle of friends that are obviously into airsoft already. So you might find that <coughs> someone who's going who's not going to an event that you're going to, they may well quite happily lend you a Bergen and a sleep set and and, and a shelter system just to give it a go. 100%. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Obviously, if it was broken or anything, you'd replace any parts that were broken or, or whatnot. I'm sure it wouldn't be, but you know. If, if it was that much of a if it was that hard for you to sort of secure the kit in time you know whether it's for financial reasons or, or whatever reasons you know logistically you can't do it then i'm sure someone will be in, in your circle would happily help you out with um lending a bit of kit I'm sure I, I certainly would if i could i'd um i'd happily lend someone some kit if they want to try it out for yeah, the first definitely. event yeah you know which would be cool well, I mean, right. we actually did a um we actually did a sort of a, a fairly implicit breakdown of costs on episode 51 uh, mm. If anyone's interested, so sort of specific items, we've kind of covered a generic list here, um, but we actually kind of lanced like a challenge back on episode 51 in terms of what price we could find. Um, so if you want to hit that one up, I think it's called Money, Money, Money. Um, oh, yes, that was actually I think it was a Harry Badger yeah, challenge, was, wasn't it? It was. We were seeing yeah. what sort of the, the lowest price, whether we could do a mil sim for like under 100 or 200 or something. Something like that, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That was quite a good episode. I enjoyed that one, actually. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there is means and ways of doing it. I mean, what I'd like to do at some point as well as anyone who's new to it, really new to it, I'd like to invite them to, um, obviously we've got the private site, uh, literally to bring the kit down, sort of go through it, sort of take it apart, putting up shelters, you know, using the cook sets and sort of like packing and unpacking and bits and bobs like that. I mean, I'd happily give a, like I do an overnight with some people if they were, if they were up for it. Um, and sort of go through like how I, not saying I'm a professional or anything, but I've, I've done it a few times and I know what works for me and, stuff like that I'd, I'd happily do that you know it'd be rough and ready you know there certainly wouldn't be any electricity or water or anything on site so you'd have to bring all your additional bits for maintaining yourself but yeah if anybody was up for that and uh, we've got enough interest i'd happily do a uh, like a sort of like a 24-hour overnight sort of thing with them setting your kit up and you know all the jungle knots and you know setting up yeah. rashes and various techniques and things like that yeah so if anyone does fancy doing that join us for no foes come camping with lance <laughs> <laughs> Tent up first, bunk up woods. later. <laughs> yeah. 
Right, we probably better call it a day. Um, we've now gone for an hour and 51, so we're almost coming up to our second hour. Um, but hopefully we've kind of in, uh, encapsulated quite a lot of information within that. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so on our socials, which is our email is nofochat at hotmail.com. Instagram is at november underscore foxtrot underscore nofo or our website novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. And you can also get in touch with us at lancelancelance.com. Uh, if you much prefer Jesus that. Christ, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, license. <laughs> there's a few questions that have come in. Uh, there was one from Gigi. Uh, there was one from Kenny, I believe, uh, C. Marriott and that. So we're going to do a general Q&A next week um, just because, you know, I think I think we've got a load of questions that have kicked out just of this and I think it'll be a good one. I know it's a favourite of ours. <laughs> Um, so we can obviously kind of discuss any more kits. So join us next week. Uh, we'll be back at 8 p.m. for a, a live Q&A. Um, so you yep. just whack a question in the chat and we can discuss it. Um, in the meantime, we will also next week be uh, launching the introduction to our raffle. I know we've sort of been talking about that a little bit. Oh, um, we've been talking about the, the raffle and our 100th episode. Um, so we'll, we'll get that going. Uh, we'll sort of give you a little bit more information on that and explain how that's going to work and the like, um, as well as kind of give you a little few drops and hints for our hundredth episode. Cause it's going to be a big one for us. We're, we're quite excited and looking forward to it. Um, yeah. anything else guys up. before we go? Uh, no, no. Um, no, just obviously yeah, Q and A next week to so get your questions in and the ones we haven't answered tonight, we will cover next week. Um, yep. And also just to surprise these two, if you do have a challenge like Harry did for these two, uh, before or whoever challenged you before, Feel free to challenge us to a little challenge that you might want to give us. There's nothing sexual, depending on uh -huh. the. Uh... Yeah. Have one coming <laughs> yeah. come as well. Yeah. <laughs> the the one but just came in it. challenge. Yeah. yeah, just the tip <laughs> challenge. Oh god. Um, yeah. So exciting yeah, time. I'm sure it will be eight o'clock. Well, hopefully, Terry, it will be eight o'clock next week because Mike's now updated. Yes, on your mic. Yeah. So. I genuinely can I just clarify my computer was ready and going I got it I came upstairs at 10 past 7 so I was like right now that should be enough time to get all set up and etc and it took an hour so yeah apologies excuses excuses I challenged Lance not to wear a cap like an American teenager <laughs> yeah but if you have it forward you can't it shadows that's what I've stopped wearing mine right say goodbye guys goodbye what did you say then <laughs> Stay no Say goodbye, guys. <laughs> and remember, stay no fight. Stay no fight. <laughs> it's better than ciao, let's be honest. It's better than yeah. oh. All right, ciao. We've got to work on that. There's no mentions of, um, of, uh, of spot searchlights or anything that could get us into trouble this week. Thanks, Lars. Lastly, leave a review. Uh, you can do so on our Facebook or on Apple Podcasts. Um, or and the like and i'm going to pick oh, there's a few comments that came up that i'm going to share as we as we go on our outro so we'll see you all next week so. bye